With your Amex card, entertainment benefits like special ticket access and pre-sales to select can't miss events while supplies last, make every tap music to your ears. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is uncanny usa he says somebody's in the house and i screamed listen to uncanny usa wherever you get your bbc podcasts if you dare what's up this your boy la duval and check out my podcast conversations with unk on the black effect podcast network each and every tuesday conversations with unk podcast feature casuals and in-depth talk about ebbs and flows of life and the pursuit of happiness unlike my work on stage i tap into a more serious and sensitive side to give life advice and simply offer words of encouragement yet remind folks to never forget to laugh every tuesday listen to conversation with unk hosted by lil duval on the black effect podcast network iHeartRadio app or wherever you get your podcasts Presented by AT&T. Connecting changes everything. You're listening to Fox Sports Radio. Oh, what's going on, everybody? I figure, Rob Parker, I figure we have just under 24 more hours to go until this Nick Foles love fest is officially over. Would you stop? Get off oh of Nick Foles. Gosh, What's wrong with me? you? Nick Foles. Just oh, stop this it. guy is a force to be reckoned with. He's going to be the Super Bowl MVP. Look out for Nick Foles. He's yeah. played well Everybody's so far. That Give him credit. changing what they're saying Give real him soon. that credit, Brian. What's wrong with no. you? You're a negative no. Nelly. Can I call you that tonight? No. I'm My not negative. Goodness. I'm just a realist. I'm just a realist here. You know what? Rob Parker you got to start off with a bang here. You know what I'm saying? You know, you don't need to save the good stuff for later. Just lead with the good stuff. I've got a brand new nickname that is so powerful, it might change the course of the Super Bowl tomorrow. You ready for it? All right. I am no longer referring to Philadelphia's quarterback as Nick Foles. I am referring to him as Nick Folded. Nope. Close. As Nick fools. That's what he is. He is fooling all these people into thinking he's better than he is. He is not that guy. He is a dude who had a great game against the Vikings. He's not a guy capable of having those type of performances consistently. He is incapable, and he is fooling most of America. I am not one of those people in that camp. I I think you can say that you don't believe in him and that he can't in a big game against a a five-time Super Bowl. I'll buy all that. But fooling anybody, I'm not buying Uh, that. And and what uh, I mean by that is the numbers speak for itself. And and you could poo-poo the numbers all you want and just poo-poo him because you don't believe in him, but there's nothing that he's done this postseason for you to say that, uh, that, that, that he's fooling anybody. 
That I'm it's not numbers buying. from one game. It's a game. And he was fantastic against the Vikings. He was great. He had a great game. I won't take anything away from him. Uh, no, the Vi- but but the, the, don't I- make it the, the Vikings are, as if they're some team. The Vikings not, had the number the one defense. The Vikings were one of the best defenses in football. One, not yeah. one of the best. They were the best defense in it the national football. No, no, no. They were, it cons- does. They, were, they were the best defense in the National Football League. They gave up the fewest points of all teams in the league. So I, I go by points because that's how you okay. win games. I don't go by yards yeah. and all the other stuff. I go by points, Brian, no. And okay, just points, give, total yards, all, right, all that. No, yeah. no, po- I go by points. And okay. they gave well, they up the fewest points. That's all okay? And were, so let's were up just, there in both. Okay, let's just give him credit for the game he played. That's all. I I'm did. Not, I did. Okay. I did. Listen, Tom Brady was great against the Jaguars, and the Jags are number two in total defense. In terms of points, they were number two also. So it's not like Tom he Brady wasn't as impressive. had a great game against some some weak defense. No, he nobody's up saying a great that. Defense also. But, but uh, Nick Foles' game was so impressive Nick against who? that. Nick, who was that? I don't Nick who? Uh, your guy. What'd you call Nick him? Fools? Fools. Nick okay. Fools. Nick Fools. Yeah. yeah. Fools to you. Nick Fools. Fools to me. All right. Uh-huh. You <laughs> okay. got me you got me tongue tied now. But anyway, <laughs> I am looking forward to uh the ball game and I'm very much looking forward to it. I'm just telling you, Rob Parker and the rest of America, who's obviously more than welcome to chime in, eight seven seven ninety nine on Fox. I am not fooled by Nick Fools. And one other thing, let me say this real quickly, Rob. We're going to have lots of Super Bowl stuff, but we'll expand it to the Hall of Fame and lots of other stuff we got to get to which tonight. I'm, which I'm very happy about the Hall of Fame. I can't yeah. wait till we get into that. But I have, yeah. we'll a, get into that. I have a reason why the writers did what they did. And I want to okay. know if you, okay. you, you think I'm right. We'll get to that in just a couple of minutes. The only thing I want to say while we're sticking with Nick Fools and the overrated Eagles right now is that you got to go back to the Vikings game. Don't be a victim of what I call box score analysis. A lot of people will just look at a box score and say, holy cow, Nick Foles, 352 yards passing and how many touchdowns, blah, blah, blah. If you really watch that game, Rob, the way it unfolded, not only did the Vikings wet themselves, which they always find a way to do in the playoffs, they were pressing. They got down by a lot, and what you saw were the Vikings biting on double moves. When it was 14-7, to you saw Terrence Newman bite on a double move. It was a long touchdown pass that started to break the game open. You're not going to see that from the Patriots. The one thing Belichick's been preaching the the last two weeks, don't bite. Don't bite on the double moves. What is Nick Fools going to do if he's not throwing into a big 12-like window when guys are wide open by 10 yards and the Patriots aren't biting on double moves? What's he going to do then? Good question. Yeah, he's going to falter. That's what's going to happen. He's going to falter. Guaranteed he throws one interception, at least. The very least. One pick tomorrow. All right, so we're on that. $25 uh, uh, Buffalo Wild Wing gift gift card on that. Uh You You got one or more interceptions, and I have none. Yes, I definitely have the over on .5 picks for Nick Fools. I'm over on that one for sure. But as far as this, Rob, you... You wetted our palate here a little bit as far as the Hall of Fame. The The class was announced. Right. So you have first ballot Hall of Famers. Ray Lewis, Randy Moss, Brian Urlacher. How about that trio, by the way, for first ballot guys? And then Brian Dawkins, 
on his second try and Terrell Owens on his third try. That those five players, Rob, that is that's one of the best that the game has ever seen before as far as a Hall of Fame class. No, that that but, is but, star-studded, man. But that's what a Hall of Fame is supposed to be. Not very good players or guys who had a had a, you know, a couple of good years or you know what I mean or something like that. It's supposed to be of that class and that caliber. I totally agree with you. But this is the reason I think that the writers would have looked foolish and you would have had to question the Pro Football Hall of Fame and its system if Randy Moss, who is a mm. great receiver mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. acknowledged that he took plays off and didn't always play hard, correct? Uh-huh. Right. And Ray Lewis who was involved in a double murder case, and you sit there and say that the reason that, you know, you put those two guys in, and then you say that T.O.'s not getting in because he wanted the football or he was a diva. Uh You can't have it both ways. I think the Randy Moss thing definitely applies. I don't know what your logic is. If you vote in Randy Moss and leave T.O. out again, you know, how do you how do you justify that? We know that he was divisive and you could say those things. Certainly he was in certain instances, but to the point where he isn't a Hall of Famer, I never bought that logic whatsoever. And when his numbers are virtually neck and neck with Randy Moss's, how you could just trumpet Randy Moss and then just kind of push T.O. off to the side is beyond me. It wouldn't have made any sense. Well, right. It didn't make any sense to have T.O. out for this long, but if you're putting Randy Moss in, I don't know how you, with a straight face, your next breath say, but I don't have T.O. in there. Well, it, but that's it doesn't what, make any sense. That's what I'm saying. And and yeah. if you're talking about character and, and, and some other character issues, how wouldn't Ray Lewis fall under that? I know he was acquitted mm-hmm. of, of the charges, right. but he was right. in a bad mess. Would you agree with that? Oh, it was yeah. in a bad situation. Sure. Yeah. And and yeah. and I just wonder if, if it would have been anybody else other than uh, such a great football player in Ray Lewis, would that have been held against him? You know, uh, just, just maybe a year or two delay. But apparently not. So I think that the pro football writers, and I don't understand the way that they do their business. I don't have mm-hmm. a vote. You know I have a vote for the Baseball Hall of Fame. It's totally different. They have to make a case, and and it, from what I hear and whatnot. So I'm always question how it goes down, you know. And I right. think it's more personal uh, because people have to make a case for. You shouldn't have to make a case for anybody. Their numbers should make the case. It should, and that's basically what football does. They keep it virtually completely exclusive. Your football body of work compared to whatever else happened in your personal life. You could argue that's not the way to do it. That's just the way they do it. It's basically just your football body of work, and there's no argument against 13 Pro Bowls, two-time Defensive Player of the Year, Super Bowl MVP, two-time champ for Ray Lewis. There's no argument about him not being a first ballot no, I, right. football player. But, yeah. but so, and just, they don't really enter anything into the equation beyond that. Well, That's but, just the way they do it. Yeah, but to say that, the same thing, they go, well, uh, T.O. was on five teams. Randy Moss was on five teams. Yeah, sure, Do you know sure. what I mean? Like, like yeah. it just doesn't add up. Everything you talk about applies, and T.O. has like two or three numbers, big numbers, 16,000 yards in 16 years. Nobody plays that long 
if they're not productive in that league. And I do have to say, yeah. No, I'm just saying. So so I, I think that they would look ridiculous, and I think the writers came around. I'm with you. I'm with you, Rob. I was slightly distracted because we have a major announcement here. Oh, what is that? Gavin Kinzel has just mentioned something here that we have to get the music. We got to get the production going and everything. You what know, is it's this, a big uh, moment Baywatch? when we get the what Top Gun. It's the Top Gun anthem. Oh, okay, Rob Park. Come on, man. I'm sorry. I was. I watched Top Gun. That was 1984, wasn't it? It was a long time ago. What man. year was that? Somebody tell me, Gavin. Was that? Was that eighties? Still in the eighties? It was Had in the eighties, right? I remember going out on a date back then. Nineteen eighty-six. See, your, I knew it. I was boy, close. Your boy wasn't even born yet. Unbelievable! But I knew but it. We're playing this music, Rob, because Tom Brady has been named NFL MVP of the twenty seventeen season. Terrible. Yes. Deservedly so. Terrible. We deserved it. Most passing yards in the game. Another another gimme. It's unbelievable how bad that football league is. Terrible. What? And the what writers are you talking about. Just, I just, what are you I, talking about? I don't about? even get it. I don't even. He had he had fewer touchdowns than Wentz in a lifetime. He had more interceptions. I don't get it. You don't get it. No, I don't. How do you not get it? I don't. He had the most passing yards in the NFL. What did I he just had, tell what, you? I just said he had the eight la- picks. He had he second had- in passer rating. It's just he's a victim of his own success. That's what it is. He's those a victim are, of his those own success. Those are like some of the worst numbers Tom Brady's ever had and won an MVP. He should go fake, look, I mean, go look it up. No, they aren't. He should thank no, Carson Wentz for getting hurt. That's the only reason why he won it the begin to begin with. Well, it definitely factored in. No, it didn't it factor in. Don't say in. that. Just admit it. it. Admit it. Admit what? it, Brian. That's admit the what? only reason he won it. That's not the only yes, reason it is. he won it. Yes, it is. Carson Wentz had a great shot, if and Carson, he probably would have won MVP. Carson Wentz, not, not probably, if Carson we Wentz didn't get hurt. Sure. Yes, we, we do. We don't know that for sure. Yes, we do. We do not know yes, that we for do. sure. We do not know that. Stop but, it. And here's the other thing. You should not compare Tom Brady to Tom Brady. It's just about his 2017 Production. Who that's said? It. I'm just saying. That's all it is. It's not about Tom Brady this season versus Tom Brady in 07. It's just Tom Brady versus the rest of the league in 2017. The that's league, all it is. The league is so pathetic. I can't take it. You are such a hater, <laughs> Rob Parker. <laughs> My goodness. <laughs> on Fox is your phone number. You can also tweet us at the No Show and at Rob Parker FS1. Coming up next from the Geico Studios. It is one of the dumbest things said about the Super Bowl, but it has nothing to do with Nick Fools or the Philadelphia Eagles. We'll tell you what it is coming right up. It's Brian No and Rob Parker with you right here on Fox Sports Radio. Cheat. It's Brian No and Rob Parker. Oh, I love here this on song. Fox Sports Radio. This is a great coming song to you from the, the Geico ball. Studios. Sorry about that, Brian. Oh, you're all right. You're all right. Am you're I right? The song is this not a great song? It's a great song. It's uh, setting the mood for when. Oh, Nick look Fools at you. realizes Stop it. that he's not the real deal and he's all sullen and the Eagles lose. And, and he's losing weight and his clothes are falling off of yeah. him. Is that what it is? Hey, th- <laughs> throw in the boss for me, huh? Pick me up here a little bit. That's what Nick Fools is going to say tomorrow night. You don't see that happening, Rob? I, I don't. I see him playing no. really well. You do? I do. And it's not mm. people are like, oh, you just, well, you're just picking against the – no. I, I picked the Eagles both in both games they were underdogs. I loved them against Atlanta, and I loved them against Minnesota, and I just like what they've done. I love where they are. They, you know, even when Wentz went down, it says a lot, Brian. Whether you like Foles or not, but it says a lot 
when you lose a quarterback, a, a franchise-type quarterback who's having an unbelievable year, you lose him, and you still haven't lost a game since you lost him. That, that, that speaks volumes about the team. I, it does. It does. And I, I don't want to make it sound like I'm taking credit away because they beat the Falcons. They trounced the Vikings at home. That's very impressive. The only thing I say is, well, they barely beat the Giants. They had a hard time moving the ball against the Raiders, yeah, right? But, but what's the closest game? They, they technically did lose to the Cowboys, but we throw that out because they rested most of their main guys. Oh, they did lose that one. You're right. I'm sorry. That was the game that they did, right? But in, in the playoffs, that the next... that's what really counts. We're not talking about Week 17 type stuff. Yeah, that was, when they beat I, I, the Falcons was, and the Vikings, right, that was that's the impressive. Game. Right, right. It's impressive. I forgot about There's the no game about that. that they didn't play their guys. Yeah, but that's that's a throwaway, you know. <laughs> they weren't trying to win that one. I'm surprised. Man, rewinding back to that, I had a problem with Doug Peterson not giving Foles a little bit more playing time in that game. He hadn't played very much. What they finish like, 13-3, right? That was it. I yeah, and they were two. Yep, same lost. as the Patriots. Yeah, thirteen yep. and three. Except for they didn't yeah. play the AF, AFC. It's like least. what you're trying to get Nate Sudfeld ready just in case. Like <laughs> I yeah. would have gotten, but it didn't matter. It uh, it worked out, and Nick Foles has played very well in the playoffs. Hey, we're brought to you by Black Rifle Coffee Company, veteran owned, veteran roasted. Visit BlackRifleCoffee.com today and use the code Fox Sports twenty for twenty percent off your first order. Eight seven seven ninety nine on Fox. Oh yeah, yeah. people are fired up. Calls. Yeah, I just want to say this real quickly, yeah. Rob. It's my New Year's resolution that I'm starting to pay off on February third. You know what I mean? Is uh, paying off the teases quickly. So I was talking about one of the dumbest things said about the Super Bowl that has nothing to do with the Eagles being overrated or Nick Fools being overrated. Nothing about the Eagles. This is consistently something that you hear about Super Bowl teams. I go back to Randy Moss and Terrell Owens being selected to the Pro Football Hall of Fame. You hear this quite a bit where it's like, oh, it's been so long since a team with the top wide receiver has won the Super Bowl. You hear that quite a bit. And it's one of the dumbest things that consistently comes up, Rob, because it's like, just start walking your way through this and you tell me if it makes sense to basically say, hey, you don't need a top wide receiver, or even worse, your chances are doomed if you have a top wide receiver. Were the the Falcons? Did they lose the Super Bowl last season because they had Julio Jones? No, that's not the no. Reason. But that, but not that's, at all. It's just a narrative. Somebody looked at it, and and this is a narrative that they use to try to uh, further make a point or something. But they always forget that they lost to one of the best quarterbacks who've ever played in the game, and it had nothing to do with, with the wide receiver. Right. I remember Julio Jones on a third down making an unbelievable play to set up Atlanta first and 10 at the 22. Do you remember that late yes. in the game? it was a sideline catch. It was, it was a great one catch. One of the best catches of the game, yeah. Do you remember when 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 uh, Aaron Rodgers and uh, and I'm not saying that, uh, what was it, Cooks, the tight end who made that great catch? But I'm saying you need people to make big plays at the end of the game, so I'm not buying that always. Brady, Brady, Brady's best season was with who? Randy Moss. Right. He right? was tearing it up. Were the, the Patriots in a bad position to win the Super Bowl with Randy Moss on the squad? They rewrote the record book. Both Brady and Randy Moss they did. Both had, Randy yeah. Moss, Yeah, he, I know it's a low-scoring game, and you give the Giants' defense a lot of credit, but Randy Moss scored the go-ahead touchdown. 
before the final drive by the Giants where David Tyree makes a once-in-a-lifetime catch. But I love this. Randy Moss had the go-ahead touchdown catch. If they hold, if Asante Samuel makes an interception, if the David Tyree play never happens, if the Giants don't score a touchdown right there, Patriots win. So this narrative of, oh, it's been forever since the top wide receiver has won a Super Bowl, it goes way, way too far. I, I agree. I just think that's... Somebody made a you know looked at a couple things and said, "See, look, none of these guys yeah. ever win," and that was their their right. their reasoning. So I, I I'm with you. I don't agree with that. Yeah, and by the way, the leading receivers, both in catches and receiving yards, for the Patriots and the Eagles, it's the tight ends. It's Gronk and it's Zach Ertz. That's the first time ever that you have leading receivers as tight ends for the Super Bowl teams. So that's kind of interesting, and it just. It furthers the narrative. It's like, oh, yeah, see, you don't need. Remember Ray Farmer? He was the GM of the Browns. He went on record saying, oh, if you go back, and you, you got to go back really far to find a top receiver that wins a Super Bowl. It just goes way, way, way too far. But we got to get to the calls. 877-99 on Fox is your phone number. Let's go to John. He's over in South Carolina. What's going on, John? Uh, nothing much, man. I, I want to comment on um, uh, the – MVP selection, first of all, was uh, it was a, was terrible. Uh, terrible. Tom Brady, I, 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 you know, people tag him as the greatest. I just can't do it. I can say that he's one of the greatest to play because of the Super Bowl wins, of course. But you know, I look at the games and and I can go back to the Seattle game. He didn't. He 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 played kind of like crap in that game. Oh you know, my yeah, gosh. yeah, he let he let a drive to score a touchdown. Okay, he they were but, down by ten points against the best defense in football. What yeah, are you but they were but about? they were banged but up who, at that point. Stop! Really that they were banged up at what look, point? Were they on the field or were they not? Coach making a dumb move and not letting Marshawn Lynch run that football. And, and and Butler not intercepting that football, man. Okay, uh, that's different than saying Tom Brady was basically playing like garbage. Well, he didn't have his best game, and this year, this year his stats weren't that great, man. Come yes, on, they man. were. Yes, they were. He threw thirty-two touchdowns and eight picks. He Second threw, best he, passer rating, led the league. Wait a minute. So, in, he, so wait a minute. So wait a minute. He How didn't, is that not? So wait that a minute. Good? He didn't have the best passer rating. He didn't have the most touchdowns. Second. No, but I'm just saying. He, and did, he was third. But he didn't have the most touchdowns, and he had more interceptions than a guy who played less games than him. Oh, okay. He should be the MVP. If yes, it, he should have been the if MVP. If it was anybody if else, him, who if, should it have if been? If it would have been uh, Todd Gurley, it could have been. Uh, no, Todd Gurley's not the MVP it over could have, Tom Brady. It could have been year. Wentz. Wentz in a lifetime. He went down, unfortunately. Torn ACL. John, we went know down, that Wentz in a lifetime was the uh, MVP. Okay, can I no, say this, and then, I, and then I'll leave you with this: If you tag a guy greatest to ever do it, it's going to be hard for somebody. To overcome that, because you're going to always say, "Well, he's not Tom Brady." You know, you you kind of make it an impossible for somebody to measure up, even though there are guys out there that are better than him that are going to achieve. We can't say that that Carson Wentz or, or any of these other guys aren't going to over. They aren't going to achieve what Tom Brady has. They achieved. won't. We can say that it's not going to happen, John. Yes, we, we can't say we that. Can say that. That's what they said. That's what they said when. Uh, when uh, Terry Bradshaw won four Super Bowls. Oh, that'll never happen. That's what people said. I was there. I was covering it, Brian. I, That's what people I mean, said. 
Brady's got five. No, 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 no. But I'm trying to tell you, it was said before. Nobody will ever win four Super Bowls. Yeah, Are you it was crazy? Said about and then, a guy and then who Joe had won less Super Bowls than Tom Brady. Wait a minute, if it was but the then, same number would be another another. Story. But then Joe Montana did it. That's all I'm just saying. When you think that nothing can be done or it'll never happen, I just don't believe in that. Nobody will hit 714 home runs. That's what they said. Look, okay, no, no, fine, am I right? Here's the, here's the, Brian, here's hear the me thing. out. Did they uh-huh. say that when Babe Ruth hit 714 home runs? <laughs> yes or no? Nobody well, I don't know, bro. I yes. wasn't born in like 1923 or whatever That's what it they was. Said. You know? Nobody will win. Nobody will hit 714 home runs. What? Yes. Rob, I understand your point. Is records okay. are meant to be Thank broken, you. but when Brady wins his sixth tomorrow, there's not going to be another quarterback. And if he to doesn't do what Brady win, has if done. he doesn't it's not win, happen. what will you say? If he doesn't win, is he still the greatest? No matter what, he's still the greatest. Okay. Yes. He's still there's the no greatest. way. There's no way you can't you can't lose and still be the greatest. Here's the thing, though, Rob. For these people, I just it drives me crazy when people are so off base when it comes to Tom Brady. Like, oh, he didn't have a good year this season. Really? Are you kidding? You've got to be high if you think he didn't have a good season. Did if you go back to what John was rating? saying, did he, have the best he didn't play that rating? well against the Seahawks. Are you kidding? I'm looking at what he did in that Super Bowl win against the Seahawks. You tell me if this is okay or not against the best defense in football. 37 for 50. 328 yards, four touchdowns, and two picks. You you wouldn't sign up for that before the game? Two picks are, you gonna, are bad. Are you going to harp on two picks? It's yeah, all, two God picks are bad. <laughs> it is what it is. All right, we got more calls coming up. But we got Kay Fig, my guy. And your guy, no, Rob. My Kevin guy. Figures you know, is in today. That's right. Yeah. I work with that's K right. Fig over at the local fi- AM five seventy, the Dodgers. Oh, no, Another five seventy shout out Man. here, gentlemen. There's yeah. plenty of me to go around. I'm, oh, I, I appreciate the love, though. Thanks so much. <laughs> Thank y'all so K-Fig, much. K Fig is is Tom Brady halfway decent? Yes or no? Oh, hey, he's okay. You say? He's okay. He's all right. See, okay. He's okay. Just, he's all right. right. Uh, but with him being all right, by the way, you guys have been talking about the last few minutes. He did win the NFL's MVP award, his third. He's also the oldest player to ever win the award at 40 years, six months old. I just threw up in my mouth. Go ahead. <laughs> Sorry, Rob. Uh, he beats out Todd Gurley. Gurley had eight votes. Carson Wentz had two votes. Tom Brady, the overwhelming winner, he had 40 of the votes for league MVP. Other honors, the Rams cleaning up. How about defensive player of the year for Rams defensive tackle mm-hmm. Aaron Donald? Offensive player of the year, Rams running back Todd Gurley. So at least he gets some hardware, not the MVP, but still, <laughs> uh, still some good accolades there. And Sean McVay, the youngest head, co- youngest head coach in the NFL, he turns the Rams around and gets the coach of the year, offensive rookie of the year, and defensive rookie of the year. Both go to Saints running back Alvin Kamara and defensive back Marshawn Lattimore, comeback player of the year, Chargers mm-hmm. receiver Keenan Allen, assistant coach of the year, now a head coach in New York, Vikings, Pat Shermer. Online car shopping can be confusing, not anymore, with True Price from True Car. Now you can know the exact price you'll pay for your next car, so visit True Car to enjoy a more confident car buying experience. College Hoops, you have a good one going down to the wire. Six-ranked Xavier leading Georgetown 92-91 to with about 40 seconds remaining in overtime. Texas just defeated Oklahoma 79-74. to Trey Young, 19 points, 5 boards, and 14 assists in the loss. North Carolina with an early one-point lead over Pittsburgh. Earlier, it was fourth-ranked Duke losing on the road to St. John's 81-77. to o- To St. John's? To St. John's, yes. <laughs> 
Yes, on the road to St. John's. St. John's first conference victory, by the way, there. Excuse me. Uh, in the garden. Yeah. In, over in the in garden. The, in, the, in the garden. They, they snap an 11-game losing streak. Excuse me. They have not won a single conference game, but they beat Duke out of conference, obviously, from the ACC. Uh, they are winless in Big East play, but 11-2 in the non-conference. Oklahoma State getting a victory over seventh-ranked Kansas on the road. That's three home losses for Kansas this season. That's something that's pretty unheard of at this point. Kendall Smith with 24 points there for Oklahoma State. Wins for Purdue and Virginia. The Clippers got a 113-103 victory over the Chicago Bulls earlier today in the marquee game of the night in the NBA. The Rockets facing the Cavaliers. That game set to tip off any moment from now. Gentlemen? All right, How about Kev? the MVP voting breakdown that K-Fig just told us? Brady, 40 of the 50 votes. Gurley with eight. And your boy, Rob, Wentz in a lifetime with two. What do you think about that? Hmm? I, I just think that people didn't consider him because he got hurt. It's like but, it's unfortunate because uh, right. he had such a. Great it's like year, people but. wanted Brady to win when he got suspended and missed four games. Remember that all that chatter. Remember that they wanted Brady to win that year last year when he was suspended for cheating. Do you remember that? But he didn't. Okay. But he, Matt Ryan won it. No, I know, but there were people who were saying that Brady was worthy. Once, well, Skip, he, once Skip he, Bayless he had great was on numbers that list. for those twelve games. He yeah. had great numbers. Yeah, That's okay. I'm just saying. Yeah. I'm just trying to re- remind you that the reason he didn't play. All 16 is he got busted for cheating and got suspended. That's all. Well, he it was more likely than not, quote unquote. They believe that he was, I believe that he was guilty too, but they never found the smoking gun for what it's worth. But you know, that's ancient history, man. because he you threw know? his phone away. Right. He destroyed, <laughs> he his, destroyed phone. his phone. Exactly. It was smoking after he was done with it. No, and I still would love to see the uh, 100 text messages between him and a ball boy. Oh man, I would love to love see those text messages. Right? They just buzzed. The, they the just buzzed. worst was the deflator. Yeah, that was. Yeah, he's watching his figure. He, he, he lost he weight. Subway. He's right. watching he lo- his weight. He's right. the deflator. That's his nickname because he <laughs> lost weight. Okay. Oh, man. it's Brian though and Rob Parker. We're coming to you live from the Geico Fox Sports Radio studios. It's easy to save fifteen percent or more on car insurance with Geico. Go to Geico.com or call eight hundred nine four seven auto. The only hard part: figuring out which way is easier. As we go back to the calls, Rob, just a little public service announcement yes. before we go back into it. Can people please just try to be rational and make a little bit of sense tonight? Don't call in here and say Tom Brady stunk in 2017. No chance he should have won MVP. He wasn't that good in these Super Bowl appearances. Like, try to at least make somewhat of an, of an intelligent point. Do you agree with that, Rob? Hmm? Do I have to answer or no? <laughs> no, it's all good. Hey, let people have their say. I understand. Okay. They might look. Brian, we got uh-huh. it. You're a Brady uh-huh. guy. No matter what he does, you look the other way. I get it. No, no, I'm not looking. I just told you I thought he was guilty for deflate game. Okay. But I also will tell you, no, it wasn't the greatest advantage in the history of the NFL. But, but People me, dislike Brady. They resent his success. They resent the success of the Patriots. But they also, and they want to make these cheating scandals out to be the biggest advantage when they never were. Okay, well, let me ask you this. And we bring this up because Josh McDaniel is going to be the coach, right, of the Indianapolis Colts. Right. What happened in 2010 with Josh McDaniels? Why did he get fired from the Denver Broncos. Well, mainly because they were 11 and 17, no, not, and not, you know that. Not just that. What else, you know what, that. What else happened? They, they had the Spygate fiasco oh, over there. Wh- well, wait and a they minute. also traded up to get Tim Tebow. Okay, that but, didn't but, <laughs> okay, but wait a minute. But you, you want to sit here and tell me he got fired just because of Spygate? I know that that was a part of it, but I'm just asking you, 
isn't that unusual or, or, or strange that the cheating scandal that had already taken place, right, and was no big deal supposedly, right, mm-hmm. and that another coach from that same organization wound up, what did he do? He get busted for videotaping the walkthrough before a game in London. How, how, how unbelievable is that? Do you think that's a dink, or is that just what they did in New England? What they did in New England was videotape defensive signals on the sideline. First off, here's the thing. While we go back into the hot tub time machine no, we're not, we're and we want to retry Spygate all over again. I'm just saying. It's like, here's the thing. They were giving defensive signals on the sideline in front of 80,000 people. No, but And the you... league told the Patriots not to videotape them, and they did. And they were silly to do that. But it's been blown up into something that is just like Belichick's doing an army crawl into enemy territory and videotaping the inner darkest secrets. That's not what happened. Brian, no. Let's move forward. All I want you okay. to do is say t- to me is that when the book comes out and, okay. and blows the lid off the upholstery business, uh-huh. or at least okay. the <laughs> Patriots business, uh-huh. I, wa- I don't care where you are, what you're doing. You'll be a big star. I'll be retired, living in Arizona. Okay. I want you to call me, okay? You're, I'll have you on the show. Have me Whatever on the I'm, show. I, even if I don't have a show, I'll All have right. you on. So, on I'll your, start a podcast, podcast just to have you on that. Exactly. <laughs> Uh, we got to go to Todd is over in Portland. What's going on, Todd? You're on Fox Sports Radio. She listened to it. I was scanning through. Hey, Rob, uh, I met you. We had a drink. I was writing for a children's newspaper, Seattle, Washington, the All-Star game. Uh, must have been when Ichiro was playing. Yeah, we two- sat down in a bar. 2002? I know you don't remember. No, 2002 was that? Yeah, it was, and uh, you were a nice guy. We just started chatting. I don't even know what the bar was, but uh, you always said what you thought, and here you are, controversies later. I just uh, shout out to you. Your career's gone well, and I uh, want to give you props Man, on that. Thank you. And say hello again. Um, and you know what? I do remember this. I do. Wow. I, 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 that's why I told you right away. I was like, 2002, I remember being – at the All-Star Game in Seattle and everything, but I do remember that. I do, and I remember you were you know, writing children's books. I probably books. sent you a copy. The, the newspaper went under, unfortunately, because uh, a lot of investors, 9-11, and people right. pulled out. But uh, anyway, you guys are funny, and uh, it must be fun to talk on the radio and get paid because you just get to say what you want. And uh, anyway, can I can I get your thoughts on uh, a little bit on the Detroit uh, Blake Griffin trade, how he, he found out with a tweet is what I'm hearing. And then maybe a little bit on how how uh, Damian Willard is looked at by the rest of the people that aren't in Portland and where he's at in your mind. I know it's not Super Bowl stuff, but if you guys don't want to touch on it, that's cool too. We got you, Todd. We appreciate the phone call. I, I was just laughing because Gavin in my ear said, "Well, you want fries on top of that order?" Yeah, right. <laughs> it's a drive-through. I like. It. And a, and Rob, an apple there's pie. no way you remember this. I gotta call you. There's no way you remember sitting down with Todd in t- 2002. I do. I remember him. Come on. You know what? I need something. I, I need, could. I, I need something I to verify. I couldn't pick some him out random of a, fact. Couldn't pick him out of a, out of a lineup. Uh-huh. But I do remember the children's book thing. That I do remember. Okay. That's the the little key that he gave me. I, I, I do remember that. I, I, I do. What was the establishment? Oh, Where were I, you guys 2002, at? I don't even remember what I ate yesterday. Are you <laughs> kidding? It was the Blue you know, Oyster I'm, Bar. You know, I, I don't remember. All I know is I probably had a two-for-one coupon, probably. 
No, I'm just kidding. You, you had a gift card. A gift to card. go to that place. That's yeah. right. That, that I got from you. Right? <laughs> you plan ahead. You're That's like, exactly. all right. All right, yeah. Uh, all I'm um, going to say is the, the Blake Griffin thing about, uh, about of course, you shouldn't hear about it. They need a star. It. I get in, it. In a tweet. I get it. But, I, but you're right. Pistons weren't selling tickets, weren't really doing much with what they had. They needed a star to help sell some tickets and put them on the map, and they got the best guy that they were available. And the other thing with Blake Griffin about being a lifetime uh, clipper and all that other stuff, dude, why did you not get a, a, a no-trade a, a no clause in your contract? You didn't get it because they weren't going to give you one to give you $171 million, right? Right, right. And look, as far as Damian Lillard, he's fantastic. It's just There's a lot of other guards in the, West. in the way. Oh, dude. Right? You're in the same conference as the Warriors. Good luck doing anything. Especially, you're not only looking up at the Warriors if you're the, the Blazers. You're looking up at a lot of teams, man. You're looking up at the Rockets. All you're these teams at, are loaded. And you're yeah. in Portland, and unfortunately... It just makes for a hard, and and they don't win anything, Portland. So yeah. what what do you think that's going to happen? That's he's look at not going to jump over Look at what anybody. the Spurs are doing this year without Kawhi Leonard. You know, there's just a lot of talent over there in the West. There's some tough teams, man. So it's rough. It's rough for the Blazers right now. But we All right, eight seven seven ninety nine on Fox. Yeah, we'll talk uh, football coming up. Unless you know we have another to go order, and then we will we will uh, we will go through all of those. Uh, requests you know what i'm saying rob let's do it okay all right some football on the way get your calls up in here i also uh will continue to further investigate whether rob told a bold-faced lie no to try to make the not Todd at all. In portland feel good not at all i remember the children's <laughs> book <laughs> okay it's brian though it's rob parker we're hanging with you right here from the geico studios on fox sports radio it's brian though and rob parker here on Fox Sports Radio, we're coming to you from the Geico Studios. Great news. It's a quick way you could save money. Switch to Geico. Go to geico.com, and in 15 minutes, you could save 15% or more on car insurance. You know, it's funny. Our guy, Papa Bear, technical producer, he's been a diehard fan of many teams in the NFL while rooting against the Patriots. You know, he's a diehard Eagles fan this week. He was a diehard Falcons fan last season. He was a diehard Jags fan last week. Yeah, a what, lot about, of, what about the Giants? He was a diehard Giants fan. Diehard Giants twice. fan. How could you That's be why the greatest? Props up Eli you, Manning. How could you be the greatest if you haven't been if Eli Manning's two and zero against you? That's what I, all I want to know. How can you be the greatest if Eli Manning's two and zero against you? Because he's beaten Donovan McNabb. He's beaten. Who else? Uh, Russell Wilson. He's beaten Matt Ryan. He's she beaten did. Kurt Warner. So there's a lot more than just what he hasn't done. Tom Brady lost to a quarterback that was replaced by Geno Smith. (laughs) So anyway, uh, Papa Bear, he's jumped on the bandwagon of many teams, and it hasn't worked out very well. But um, that's the way it goes. It's unfortunate because Jason in Maryland was going to chime in, and he wanted to talk about the evil empire. And he hung up right before this well, segment began. Back. Hopefully he'll call back because I like to talk about the evil empire as okay, well. Okay, we can, he's back there. But the joke was Gavin was like, yeah, Papa Bear had to hang up. He couldn't hang on for much longer. <laughs> yeah, we're coming back. But I guess, oh, it was Papa Bear. Yeah. Oh, I got yeah, you. Yeah, it was Papa that, Bear posing as, as Jason, Jason in Maryland. Maryland. <laughs> I was wondering, like, across the glass, he has on headphones and a phone to his <laughs> mouth. Bill Belichick probably cut the phone line. <laughs> 
Let's see. Let's see if this voice sounds very much like our guy Papa Bear. This is quote unquote Jason in Maryland. What's going on, Jason? Hey, you guys make me sound like Darth Vader. I love it. Um, and and FYI, I did not hang up. I guess we had a bad signal. But uh, you guys hear me? Yes, you're good. We got you. Okay. Yeah. Uh, all right. So love you guys. So what I want to tell you was, look, I'm a lifelong football fan. I'm a 41 year old man. I, I, you know, very similar in age to probably a lot of uh, your audience and 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 you guys. Um, I'm a Redskins fan, so I have no dog in the fight. Um, uh, or, or Washington football fan, I guess you have to say now. But um, oh, that's good. I'm glad you said that. Yeah, you, you know, and, and I'm not. Yeah, I'm not proud of. You know, I'm glad Cleveland's doing what they're doing, and I, I don't want to get off topic. But point being, uh, I grew up playing football. I played football at the boys' club. I played football at, in high school. I, you know, I I, I I was an athlete, and um, I, I guess my and and also to preface this, I'm a police officer. So where are you going with this, Jason? Where are you going with this? Okay, so here's where I'm going with this. It, they're they're Police officers play every day a game with the bad guys about who is skirting the law and who, 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 can, who can outmaneuver each other and whatever. And my point being that I, I absolutely love Tom Brady and, and Bill Belichick for the fact that they can outmaneuver everybody. And I, I have all the respect in the world for them. I mean, I mean, whichever side of the law you're on, you have to admit those guys are games. Now, when, I, I tell you, I, this is where I disagree, Jason, from this standpoint. Hang on. Listen to me. Tom Brady should be Derek Jeter. They should be on the same plateau. Derek Jeter had an unbelievable 20-year career in New York, won five championships. And you know what? There's no demerit. There's no – people might not have liked the Yankees, but that guy everybody respected as a great baseball player who did it the right way and doesn't have any question marks or has half the country say, yeah, I know they won, but I don't like Tom Brady because they didn't do it the right way. They put it out there to where they went and did their monkey business, and that's why a lot of people, no matter how many they win, Tom Brady can win number six tomorrow, and there'll still be people who won't give him his due because of what's going on in New England. That's all I have to say. And Rob Parker, I hear you, brother, I, and, and I love, you know, I listen to you on a lot of different shows. I, I appreciate you what you're saying, but um, did, did uh, Derek Jeter not play with um, Mr. Steroid himself? I, I mean, it, this, this is a team game, and Bill Belichick is by far the, the most genius coach ever, in my opinion. He is. He is. No, and, Jason, we appreciate you calling cheater. in. He's a cheater. He's we'll, we'll pick it back up from the Geico Studios. Also, it's a crime to only focus on what this guy is not. Rob Parker, you know I love you, but every now and then we lock horns, my friend. Yes. You know what I'm saying? I understand. And one of the things we lock horns about, it'd be the goat, Mr. Tom Brady. You mean the loat? No, no, no. I mean the goat. Greatest of all time. You mean not luckiest, the luckiest of, all, of time. all time. By the way, if the goat wins another ring... You are going to be known as the Woat, the wrongest of all time, Rob Parker, for picking against Brady again and the Patriots again. But wait a minute. Now, now here we go. Okay. Here we go. Okay? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. This, is, this is how Tom Brady can remain the Loat. Okay. Uh, scores tied. Tom Brady throws a horrific pick. Eagles get it. They're running the other way. Time's running down. Uh-huh. 
They fumble the ball. Eagles, I don't know. Patriots pick it up with eight seconds to go and kick a field goal to win. Okay, so you still. Now, let me ask you this. If that happens, would you not say he's the low? No. Why not? Of course not. Why not? Because look at the rest of his career. No, I'm talking about would that not be lucky? That would be fortunate if it played out exactly the the way you're saying it. Use the word lucky. There's a lot of stuff that happens in football. You want to go through the history of the Super Bowl. There are a lot of Super Bowl wins where it's just a crazy bounce. It's this crazy scenario that unfolds. Good Lord, look at what happened the two times the Patriots lost. No, I don't. Good luck I don't, ever seeing you say, the David Tyree catch ever again in the history just, of the but game. But what about the second one? What are you talking about? Don't tell me Manningham's catch was lucky. That was a great throw. I'm not saying and that a great was lucky. catch. That was not. I'm lucky. just saying if you gave them that same pass to complete a hundred times, good luck completing it twenty of the time. You mean? I, I mean, you mean really? You mean that when, was that was a twenty percenter that they completed? You mean when Tom that. Brady missed what Welker? What's what? Remember he no, missed when, him. When Welker dropped no, it, no. Mr. You Butterfingers himself. Butterfingers, he had to do like a, <laughs> he had to be a ballet dancer in order to twist no, and turn that, to catch that look, ball. It should have been an easy, easier pass to catch. Tom Brady would tell you he Tom should have put Brady, it on the money more than he did. He, but that he, he ball missed that should have throw. been caught. Should have been caught. He missed that no, throw. That catch was it was dropped. Nobody, but big, here's the no, thing, Rob. nobody's bigger than a a bigger Tom Brady guy than Skip Bayless. Okay, on undisputed, nobody is bigger than. He t- isn't the grand poobah. No, but of I but what, I want to say this. Says is factual. No, like, but I want to say he's a big Tom Brady guy. Sure, and okay. he says that Tom Brady missed that pass. I look, I give Skip look, credit for it because he, he loves Tom Brady. A more catchable ball. With that being said, it still should have been caught. I love, it should have been caught by West Grand Welker. Dropped it. Whenever you could get Grand Poobah in the mix, I'm good. <laughs> you like that? All right. Well, good. I just want to say this about Brady, and we'll get to the calls. It's a crime to only focus on what Tom Brady isn't or what he hasn't done and completely overlooking what he has done. They put together all of these facts going into the Super Bowl, Rob, and a couple of these are astounding. Listen to this one. Now, try to put your Brady animosity and negativity to the side for I a second. I just turn the here, sound Rob. down. Go ahead. I, okay. Tom Brady. He's thrown 15 career touchdown passes in seven previous Super Bowls, okay? All the other active NFL quarterbacks have combined for 20 touchdown passes in the Super Bowl. You're telling me that isn't something no, that's impressive? No, he's been there. He's been there seven times. That just means Brady's got 15 himself. But that, that doesn't matter. But that's everybody a, that's else less, has been there more. That's less Take, than a, that's less than two a game. It's not that that's not that impressive. Everybody who's an active no, quarterback. But I'm, but How I'm many just talking about the pure numbers. That we're in Super Bowls. But the pure numbers, that's not, you think that's an impressive number? Yeah, it's impressive. Two, two touchdowns a Super Bowl? He's got 15 touchdown passes in the Super Bowl. In While seven all Super the other Bowls? Active guys have 20. No, but I'm just saying, in seven Super Bowls, that's impressive? Yes, that's impressive. Look at who he's gone up against. He's gone up against sometimes the best defense in football like he did against the Seahawks. He threw four touchdowns against the Seahawks. 877-99 on Fox. <laughs> That's my out. Wow. Okay, and, here's and, the other and, one. And, and Gavin, real quick, can you please turn, I do not need to see the Seattle-New England replay of the Super Bowl. <laughs> I, I just, I can't watch that. Oh, come on. You got to say till the end. Please. It's good, I promise. Okay. Look, listen to all the quarterbacks who are still active right now. 
okay, that have been in the Super Bowl. You got Matt Ryan, Cam Newton, you've got Russell Wilson, you have Joe Flacco. Uh, Eli Manning is still around. Aaron Rodgers, maybe you heard of that guy. Big Ben is still around. Drew Brees, okay? There are a lot of dudes that have done work in their NFL careers, and all those guys combined have 20 Super Bowl passes, active guys, while Brady has 15. That's impressive to me. That's very impressive. Listen to this one, though, Rob. At the risk of making you nauseous, (laughs) this is last two Super Bowls. The fourth quarter and overtime for Tom Brady. What about the first three quarters? Can you give me those those numbers? The first three. Would you quarters? agree that fourth quarter is winning time? I mean, I the last two Super Bowls against the Seahawks, against the Falcons. I mean, choke time. It's money for time. Both, choke time for both of those franchises. But go ahead. It's I'm money listening. time for the fourth quarter. Game on the line. The whole thing. Brady's completed eighty-one percent of his passes for three hundred and seventy yards, three touchdowns, no picks. His passer rating is a hundred and twenty-seven point two. And he's led two game-winning drives for the Patriots to win. Can you give That's me his numbers impressive? for the first three quarters of each of those Super Bowls? Sure. They Before- haven't been bad at all, Rob. Rob, he had great games against the Seahawks and the Falcons. It's not like he was throwing interceptions left and right and then was like, oh, shoot, i got to do something. It's the fourth quarter now. All right. All right, enough. Can we stop with the Brady <laughs> stuff? Oh, my God. All I'm just saying, like, how is it where all you do is roll your eyes and say, oh, gosh, this again – The reason I bring this up is because people like you, Rob, who have a tendency to make it only about what Tom Brady hasn't done or what lucky bounce they got in this scenario and just taking credit away, taking, taking, taking credit away. That's where I have to emphasize something like that. Okay. Okay. All right. Cheat. Goodness. You knew it was going to be a rough night. Did you not not know it was going to be a rough night tonight? (laughs) Cause, cause your, cause your partner is sick to his stomach that uh-huh. tomorrow I'm gonna have to leave a Super Bowl party early, cause uh-huh. and 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 not be able to watch. I almost boycott- you're gonna leave early. Why I, are you leaving early? I almost boycotted. I, I'm not even kidding you. I almost said to myself I wasn't gonna watch, and I would just watch the highlights after the fact. And I, I was getting killed by friends saying you gotta watch, you gotta watch. Don't do that. But I almost yeah. didn't want to watch. So what's the, what's your plans tomorrow? Are you going to watch or not? Yeah, I guess. I'm going I'm, I'm planning on going to two parties. Who knows what depending on the first half if I even make it to the second party. You are going to I just want a video camera on you at whatever party you're at. If somehow Nick Fools and the Eagles pull out the miracle of miracles and Brady doesn't win the game, I will not. You're going to do a Tiger Woods fist pump. No, times a hundred. Are you kidding me? I'm not going to do that. I'm not going to. Oh. I'm not going to. I don't cheer for teams. I don't. And you I, will. I don't. I'm serious. That's the one thing I do not do. You know what? I. You know, in this business, what do you want to happen in this business when you do what we do? You want a story, you, but you want, but you want your when you're you're an analyst, don't you? You want your predictions. To you want to be, be right. right. That's all. Yeah, it has nothing yeah, to course. do with I like. I'm going to lose sleep if the Patriots win, or I'm I don't gonna, know. I'm gonna, I, I think you might lose a couple hours <laughs> minimal. Or I'm going to be I'm going to be uh, bouncing off the wall for four hours after the Eagles I, win yeah, the Super Bowl. I can Bowl. see that too. I can see that possibly too. It's Brian Noah and Rob Parker. We're coming to you live from the Geico Fox Sports Radio studios. 15 minutes could save you 15% or more on car insurance. Visit Geico.com for a free rate quote. We got to hear from you guys. Some people are waiting to to chime in here. So let's go to Jeff is over in Virginia. What's going on, Jeff? 
Hey, what's happening, man? What's up? What's up? Uh, first of all, Rob, your hatred for Tom Brady and the Patriots is despicable, man. Thank you. It's unbelievable how much you hate him. <laughs> I don't hate him. I don't know the man to hate but the guy. So wait a minute. Everybody Jeff, wants- Jeff, calm down. I'll let you have your say, but stop with the hatred. I don't know Tom Brady. I have no reason to hate the man. Don't don't use that tone. It's a strong word in today's society. So let's say you'll dislike for him. I don't dislike him. I don't like the way he's treated differently from other people. That's what All I right, don't so like. Hey, were you a fan were you a fan of Michael Jordan? What did I just tell you? No, I've been a sports writer for 32 years. I have not cheered or rooted for anybody in 32 years. That's a fact. I don't root for people. I don't root against people. I cover people. I'm a sports so, writer. That's so what I do, for Tom Jeff. Brady is sad because he is the goat. In and your mind, there's no such thing, phenomenal. Jeff. That's that's your opinion. There's no such thing just because you said he's the goat. Stop Wait a minute. with that. Wait, did Skip Bayless say that he was the GOAT? Because if Skip I'm said it, the he's, the he's the GOAT. It doesn't matter. I know a million people say he's not the GOAT. <laughs> so what does that mean? That's your opinion, Jeff. I respect your opinion, but it's not fact. The, the only thing that's fact is two and two is four when you do the math. Nothing else that you say about Tom Brady is anything more than fandom. You're a fan. A fanboy. I get it. I side with Jeff on this one. Super Bowl. He's five yeah. and two. That's fact. He's five and two. It is a fact. And the two, it's the pretty two good losses, fact. the two losses are, let's say, the helmet catch, which is the luckiest catch in history of football, not necessarily just the Super Bowl. Would you stop with that? I, you want luck? And, you want luck? Let me give you luck. How about the damn Seattle uh, uh, Seahawks uh, throwing the football on a first, on a second and, and one with the, with the best quarterback uh, but best running back in the league. You want luck? What about the the Falcons running the football four times with a twenty eight to three lead in the third quarter with two and a half minutes to go? What about first and ten on the twenty two? Uh, after a great catch by Julio Jones, and they don't, and they they can't get a field goal out of that, which would have put them up eleven. You want more luck? What about Rob. against the Raiders? What about the, the tuck rule? Tom Brady fumbled the football. It's a bad rule. Okay, bad rule. you want the more right luck? Ruling. How about how about you're, Kansas? You're, your blood pressure's going up, Rob. How, I'm worried about, I'm about you. Right the, now. I'm about, I can't, you're redlining right now. I'm worried about your health and safety at this point. What about point, the Rob? Carolina Panthers who kicked the ball out of bounds to set up <laughs> a game with it? John so Casey. It happens, you know. It's just Talk about the worst luck. part of the game. Just boots it right out of bounds and get the ball at the forty. You know, happens. <laughs> By the way, um, John Casey, I'll never forget this, Rob. He won me my Super Bowl pool that year. Oh, wow. Because he kicked right before halftime. He kicked, you have to go back and look, but it was about a 60 yarder right before halftime. And I believe I had four and four. You have to go back and check it. But I won both, I won two quarters. I can't remember what it was. I believe it was the second quarter. And I don't know if there was any scoring whatsoever, but it was the same exact numbers. At the end of the third quarter, I won two quarters and cleaned up that year. Wow. Thanks in large part to John Casey. Yeah. But but every time they there bring up the David Tyree, dude, a, a, a guy at the end of the game kicks the ball out of Look. bounds. How many Super Bowls have you seen sure. like that? Well, it goes both ways. That's Rob. all I'm saying. It really does. But don't it act goes like, both ways. Don't act like the Patriots haven't had some very fortunate things happen they have, to them. They've had, 
But they've had some crazy scenarios unfold against them, too. We bring up the the um, Marshawn Lynch play, but right before that, Jermaine Curse, the catch that he he made on the sideline there, I thought it was going to be a David Tyree thing all over again. Remember that play? I remember that play. It was, a, it was um, insane. It was insane. Yeah. But but the yeah. only thing I'll say is is just Marshawn Lynch, can somebody give me the numbers? What did he want rush for in that game? And he had over 125 yards. I'll say 135. He had just rushed for 15 yards to get to the first, to the to the one yard line, one and a half yard line. How in the world could you, he was the best running back in the league? Yeah, I'm, I hear you, man. He should have gotten the ball. I got you. He had you, two but... chances to run it in from the one. How could you not do that? Look, it goes both ways. You know as well as I do. The luck or the breaks have gone both ways. I will he say this, He had 102 this, yards. I know he had over 100. I'll never say that the David Tyree catch was lucky. I'll say it's once in a lifetime. You're never going to see it recreated. But to go up, grab the ball with Rodney Harrison draped all over you and stick it to your helmet, that is not luck to me. So I wouldn't call that a lucky play. I would call it a once in a lifetime. Mm. Never I call it karma. Again. That's what I would call for cheating all year. <laughs> All right, 877-99 on Fox I'm is okay. your phone number. I'm going to get some, some more. Uh, uh, some more gonna, people want to check in. Yes, people I, you are know what, Rob, Rob, it doesn't, on these calls, Gavin, I think for your safety, he doesn't put like, you know, David in Washington wants to talk about Tom Brady as the GOAT. or I don't know. I'm flying blind as far as what they want to talk about. And I think... I think Gavin is doing that with your health and safety yes, in mind. Yes, because, otherwise I'll be in trouble during the break. Yeah, yeah. All right. Uh, coming up next from the Geico Studios, is this statement understandable or is it weak? It's Brian Noe and Rob Parker live with you right here on Fox Sports Radio. It's Brian Noe and Rob Parker here on Fox Sports Radio. We're coming to you from the Geico Studios we're also brought to you by Black, Black Rifle Coffee Company, veteran-owned, veteran-roasted. That's BlackRifleCoffee.com. Visit it today and use the code FOXSPORTS20 for 20% off your first order. <laughs> what was it, Alien Ant Farm, who redid the Michael Jackson hit? Who did that one, Papa Bear? Who, who got that one done? That was the smooth criminal. Yeah, that's what uh, Alien Ant Farm did. Who did that? What you're playing right there, Papa Bear? Some dude in his basement making fun of the Patriots? <laughs> I don't know where it came from, but it's a good ringtone. But it's no shock that uh, Papa Bear found it. That's the real Oh, gosh. No. No shock whatsoever. you kidding me? Yep. 877-99 on Fox is the phone number. Yeah. Well, let's get to the calls in just a second, but I want to play this real quickly, Rob. This is sound from Aaron Rodgers. He was a guest on Golik and Wingo on ESPN Radio, and... He was talking about some changes that the Packers recently made. Check it out. My quarterback coach didn't get retained. I thought that was uh, an interesting change, uh, really without consulting me. There's a close uh, connection between quarterback and quarterback coach, and uh, that was an interesting decision. So my question to you, Rob, is, is this Aaron Rodgers being making an understandable statement, or is this a weak statement? Because it's a combination of both, obviously, But to me, this is more weak than understandable. When you come out there and you're like, no one talked to me. I want to keep this guy. I want to keep my quarterback coach. It just looks like you don't have any power. You don't have any juice. You know, when you're sitting up there crying about things, it's like, get it done. 
I, if it didn't go my way, I wouldn't say a word if I didn't want to look powerless. And that's how Aaron Rodgers looks right now. Yeah, I don't know. I don't really. I'm not sure what to make of it um, because, from one standpoint, you know they've made a lot of changes uh, with that team and what's going on, uh, and some of them it was about time. I mean, even the general manager, you know, who's done a really good job, Ted Thompson, finally mm-hmm. got replaced. You know what I mean? Right. So yeah. there's a lot of changes and a lot of things going on there. They had a nice run. They got to a Super Bowl. Could have easily been to two other Super Bowls if a couple things went right. You know what I mean? Their way. Oh, gosh. The game in Seattle with Brandon yeah, Bostick exactly. and the onside kick. Oh, I mean, come gosh. on. If they just grab that, they're, they're going to the Super Bowl. So Is he the oot? The unluckiest yeah, of all time? Yeah, he might be. Very nice. I like that. I'm going to start using that. There's another t Guys, I like it. Good. That's cool, man. Hey. I'm going to trademark it, though. You're going to have to give me a shout-out if you use that, Rob. I like By the way, before we get to the calls, do you prefer Brian Erlacher selected to the Pro Football Hall of Fame with or without hair? Which do you like? Lock with or without? Uh, How about with? He played with hair, didn't he? I without, man. He was without hair. He was always bald. And now he did the the hair. Oh, he got a hair piece now? No, he did like the... The regenerative, I don't even know what the word is. I don't even know what I just said, if that's a word or not. You know how you regenerate hairs or hair? Right. <laughs> yeah, no, no, no. Hair plugs? I hair thought he plugs. just, like, it's a whole thing. I don't like it, man. I like him shaved. He looked great with the... Yeah, me too. Yeah, but oh, you wait, know... Yeah. What are we talking about? He's <laughs> <laughs> talking about his hair plugs. Oh, his head. Oh, okay. Right. Gotcha. There you go. All right. Well, Papa Bear's bald, too, so, you know, it's a little bald shout-out. He doesn't like when guys, you know, do the regenerative stuff. He doesn't like that. I get it. Thumbs down on that. Yeah, don't Let's cheat go the system the like Tom Brady. Don't cheat the system like Tom Brady. We need to have a game one night, Rob. Every time Papa Bear comes on, he'll come on the show over three hours a good, what would you say? I don't know, between five, eight times, something like that. How many of those times, what percentage does he say something negative about the Patriots or Tom Brady. Every chance he gets. Yeah. It will always go back to that somehow, some way. Let's get to the calls. Chris is in Arizona. What's going on, Chris? You're on Fox Sports Radio. Hey, good evening, you guys. I just want to say that it's great having you back, you know, so soon after you, you know, had that accident. Oh, thanks, and man. I, I appreciate to... that, Chris. No problem. Um, I just wanted to state uh, two things. One, I don't think Tom Brady should have been MVP. Um, my reason is he ha- hasn't overcome any adversity this year. You know, no cheating. No. Why do you have to, to overcome adversity, with, though? With video. Huh? Why, why do you have to overcome adversity to be the MVP? Because it should, it, it should be just, one, just e- even one time. Nothing this season. You know, there's no obstructing justice. There's... No, nothing. And in my choice for MVP would have uh, been Mike Wint. He's the Chargers' long snapper. He had a do <laughs> come on now, dude. Is Twenty years the preseason. <laughs> Stop it, wow. Chris. Chris, what wow. are you talking about here? <laughs> Listen, he had come on, play. man. You can't be hey, even yeah. halfway serious. You're just trying to troll the show. No. Hey, hey, Chris. Chris, Chris have a good evening. Thank you, bud. Get out of here, Chris. <laughs> That's great. That's... That was funny.
What do you say? The long snapper? That's who the, the long snapper of the Chargers. <laughs> <laughs> By the way, they had the worst, what was it, worst field goal percentage? The Chargers oh, this God. season. You remember, yeah, the, I remember the beginning of the season. It was awful. Would have been historically oh. worse with, without that guy. So, Oh, okay. He made a big difference. He, he was the catalyst of them missing the most kicks, having the worst percentage in football. Uh, let's go to Big Ben real quickly. Big Ben is in KC. What's going on, Big Ben? Okay, uh, late signal here. We got uh, Andy Reid clock management here. Thumbs Uh-oh. down, Big Ben. Harvey is in Indiana. What's going on, Harvey? Oh, not much, fellas. How you doing tonight? Doing great. Good, man. Uh, I got off work and got in my car and turned on the radio, and I heard one of y'all saying that it was impressive that Brady had, was it 15 touchdown passes? Yeah. Super Bowls? Yep. And that's in seven Super Bowls. Joe Montana threw 11 and four and never lost. And and never threw a pick. Thank you. He's eleven touchdowns, zero picks in four games. You can see where I'm from, so you can tell I'm not a Brady fan. No, but, but you're giving well, you're giving true. facts yeah. though. You're giving facts of eleven yeah. touchdowns in four games and zero picks. You can't do better than that. Yeah, but you're also talking about going up against a Broncos team. Where the game completely got out of hand. What was it, fifty-five to ten? No, it didn't get out okay. of hand. He made he made it get out of You're hand. You're throwing to the greatest receiver in the history of the game. Hey, you know he won two Outside Super Bowls. You know he won season. two you Super had, Bowls without him. Do you know he won? Brady, Brady. Yes, I do. Brady had one mm-hmm. Super Bowl appearance with Randy Moss. Every, one. Yeah, but everybody says, well, Joe Montana had uh, Jerry Rice. No, he didn't win all his Super Bowls with with Jerry Rice. That's right, what right. people he, don't know. Right. He went what one without him. It was just one. I thought he won two without Jerry Rice. Look it up for me, Gavin, please. Didn't he win two? He won two. I don't think so, man. I think but so. We'll double check. We'll double check because it's impressive. He won with and without Jerry Rice. Uh, all I remember is Steve Young tearing up my Chargers in '94. <laughs> that was ugly. <laughs> oh, really? I don't know. I, the because Rice, let's see, he might you might be right, Rob. Because I know the first one against the Bengals, there was no Jerry Rice. The second one against the Dolphins, <clears throat> uh, I can't remember for sure. The next two you certainly were, you, were with Rice. You were in a coma at that one. Oh gosh, yeah, that was brutal, man. I was what I was a wee lad of eight years old, roughly seven or eight. I don't remember. But uh, yeah, I think you're, I don't know if, if Jerry Rice was available for that. See, one. See, I don't think he was. I thought I thought Montana won two with and two without. That's that's what makes it even more impressive. That it wasn't just like oh, he has the greatest receiver of all time. Of course, he won. No, yeah, he did Ri- not. Rice won in eighty nine, ninety, and then ninety five. So he did. Yeah, because Rice was a rookie in eighty five, and he was banged up. He was injured most of that year. I mean, he still put up good numbers, but. He was a rook. He only started four games. He played in all the games, but he only started four of them. So he should have been there. He should have been a rookie in 85, right? That was, let me see here. Let me see right here. Yeah, so that was the 84 season, Rob. So you're right. Jerry Rice was, he was still at Mississippi Valley State for the second Super Bowl. So am I I right? So okay. You're right. Okay. You're right. That's what I thought. Thank you. You're right. It's all good. Eight seven seven ninety nine on Fox. Thank you. <laughs> I'll take the one point. Yeah, 
we'll we'll cycle back to that because poking holes at Brady with the 15 touchdown passes. I again, again, it's shocking. I have to fight for the good name of Tom Brady, and I will do so. But coming up next, a Super Bowl edition of our tryouts for Family Feud. Rob, we're trying to practice, so we are in tune, and we are we're in the best possible shape that we can be in for that. That day when the phone call comes and we're on Family Feud. So that's on the way from the Geico Studios. It's Brian Known, Rob Parker, but our guy, Kevin Figures, he's here tonight spinning us around. What's going on, K-Fig? All right, gentlemen, you were just talking about Tom Brady a second ago. He was awarded with his third league MVP vote earlier tonight. Only Uh, three? I thought he's the greatest guy who ever threw a football. He only has three uh, after playing 20 years in the NFL? I do believe that's tied for the most oh, ever along with Peyton Manning. Whatever. So that's, that's <laughs> not, not, not half bad there, Rob. <laughs> he had 40. Don't kill me, Kevin. No, I'm, I'm trying to get a narrative going. Uh, I, I, got, right. I, got, I thought Peyton had more. Peyton doesn't have more. I thought Peyton had one I more thought, than no, that. No, Peyton's won five. F- yeah, correct. Correct. Five. Peyton's won five. So he's, behind, so he's second all time. Yes. Uh, in, in, uh, so MVP. Still not bad. Not shabby. No, I wouldn't say so. And some would argue that Tom Brady, more Super Bowl MVPs or more Super Bowl victories might mean more than regular season awards. Different debate for a different date. Uh, Tom Brady, 4,577 yards, 32 touchdowns, and eight interceptions for his MVP year. What a terrible season. What a crock. <laughs> Other awards headed out to uh, Defensive Player of the Year goes to Rams' Aaron Donald, who had 11 sacks. But according to the stat nerds at Pro Football Focus and whatnot, had more pressures than anyone else in the league. And, of course, Aaron Donald did not play the first few games of the regular season as he held out for a new contract. So as happy as the Rams are that he was Defensive Player of the Year, they're probably not very happy that he can add that to his resume while still seeking a contract extension. Uh, Rams running back Todd Gurley, Offensive Player of the Year, even though he came up as a runner-up behind Brady for league MVP, he still comes away with some hardware. And then Rams coach Sean McVay also gets Coach of the Year for turning the Rams around. Offensive Rookie of the Year goes to Saints running back Alvin Kamara. Defensive Rookie of the Year goes to Saints running Saints defensive back Marshawn Lattimore. Online car shopping can be confusing, not anymore, with True Price from True Car. Now you can know the exact price you'll pay for your next car, so visit True Car to enjoy a more confident car buying experience. Also at the NFL Awards tonight, it was announced the class for the upcoming Hall of Fame, Pro Football Hall of Fame, that is. Brian Erlacher, former Bears linebacker, Ravens linebacker Ray Lewis, Randy Moss, Terrell Owens, and Brian Dawkins. As senior inductees, Jerry Kramer, who's been waiting for a long time, former Packers Mm. guard, he gets in. Robert Brazil, a former Oilers linebacker and former longtime general manager Bobby Beathard. And one more note in the NBA before I toss it back to you guys. They're at the half in Cleveland, and the Houston Rockets landed into the Cavaliers right now, 65-39. to Houston shooting 55% mm. from the field, 47 from three. The Cleveland Cavaliers, 32% from the field, just three of 17 from three-point distance. Cavs still caught in the struggle defensively, gentlemen. That defense, man. They shouldn't even call their defense defense right now over in Cleveland, Rob. It's brutal, man. It's embarrassing. It's, a, it's not the easiest thing to slow down the Rockets. I get it. But this isn't the first time they've played horrible defense. Would they give up to the Thunder? A buck 48? Oh, God. Yes. That's what it was. man. Yeah. And brutal. you know, that's all about effort. That's when you just decide you just aren't going to play. Right? It's effort <laughs> thing. Defense. Yeah, it is. Absolutely. They have enough talent to be able to do better on defense. They certainly do. It's Brian Noah and Rob Parker. We're coming to you live from the Geico Fox Sports Radio Studios. It's easy to save 15% or more on car insurance with Geico. Go to geico.com. Or call 800-947-AUTO. The only hard part, figuring out which way is easier. All right, Rob, as you know, we're both big fans of the game show Family Feud. So we have been honing our skills, hoping 
for the call where Fox Sports Radio is appearing on Celebrity Family Feud. So Gavin has prepared a little bit of a practice session with a Brady Belichick twist this evening in preparation for the Super Bowl. So Gavin, you take it away, my man. Yeah, guys, if we haven't given Tom Brady enough love already, we'll just continue the segment. Papa Bear, make sure you don't take your headphones off. Just keep those right on. And don't forget, Gavin, 100 people surveyed top five answers on the board. That's exactly right. Now, guys, you know, as we've talked about, Tom Brady has 27 postseason wins. Guys, name an NFL franchise that has as many playoff wins as Tom Brady. Pittsburgh Steelers. 49ers. Is that with or without cheating? Oh, my. <laughs> Either one. We'll take them all. Those are both right answers. That's one in four. One Steelers with 36 wins. 49ers with 30 wins comes in at number four. What are the two others? How about them Cowboys? The Cowboys that, on that's there? That's number three with yep. 34. And, and the th- other one is the uh, Minnesota Vikings. That would be an incorrect answer. They went to the Super Bowl four times. Yeah. Didn't make 34, though. The Oakland Raiders. How about the Giants? The Raiders. Giants have to have a ton. Those are two more incorrect answers. Oh, gosh. K-Fig, do you want to get involved in this? Or no? no? I'm not really good at trivia. <laughs> to just you, he just give you the finger? You hey, know, K-Fig, would you so- like to get it? He just <laughs> no. Like, no. I'll pass. No, K- <laughs> K-Fig was listening to ESPN radio on the- How about the Pats? <laughs> How many wins the Pats have by now? Oh, they've got plenty. Uh, they're okay. off the charts. But, uh, no, number two, the Packers also with 34. Packers. Yeah, how wins. can we forget wow. that? Moving right along, guys, we're going to switch the subject. Oh, wait, no, we're not. Tom Brady led the NFL oh, in God. passing this season, 4,577 <laughs> yards. I looked it up. It's his fifth most all time, and he won the MVP. Fifth most? How can yeah. you get an MVP and it's the fifth most? I'll let you And it's only his third yourself. MVP. A pass- that makes no sense. I, I agree with you on that. But a passing leader, this is amazing, a passing leader has never won the Super Bowl that very same season. Tom Brady mm-hmm. would be the first if he wins tomorrow. Guys, name the five passing leaders who have made the Super Bowl but lost. Oh, I totally saw this. Rich I Gannon. could cheat. It's sitting right, right in front Rich, of me, Rich, Rich Gannon, Gannon is definitely. Yes, in 2002. Uh, I'm using the honor code because I literally took a screenshot and could totally look at it right now. But how, how um, about uh, go ahead and turn his mic off there? How, how, <laughs> how, how about in uh, in St. Louis? I'm thinking uh, Dan Marino. St. Louis. Dan, Dan Marino did yeah, it in 1984. Say, I, the best show okay. on turf. They they, they oh, lost, Kurt Warner. Kurt Warner. They lost the Super Bowl. He, I mean, he had to have Kurt Warner right? is also on that list. Yeah, Kurt there you go. There you go. So uh, right now you've got Dan Marino, Kurt Warner, Rich Gannon. Oh, is, you know what? I think uh, was Tarkington on it. Peyton Manning did do it in 2013. Tarkington did not. Guys were missing ah. one guy, a historic season he had where he unfortunately <laughs> lost Matt that Ryan. Super Bowl. No, 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 no. We're talking a very historic oh. season by the team. Tom in, Brady. Yes, Tom Brady in 2007. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, Tom yeah. Brady. All right, guys, let's oh, try yeah, to sneak. That's, that's the year they sent the T-shirts to Haiti, right? Is that it? <laughs> <laughs> I'm surprised you don't have one of those T-shirts, I know. Rob. I want one of those 19-0 <laughs> T-shirts. All right, one more, guys. Just Papa Bear really wanted me to get this one in. Tom Brady has nine more playoff starts than any quarterback in NFL history with 36. Mm. He is mm-hmm. only he is only the first he, – ah, he has only the fourth <laughs> most losses, however. They word these things kind of weird. So he's got nine more playoff starts than any other quarterback in NFL history, but only the fourth most losses. Guys, name the three Hall of Fame quarterbacks with more postseason defeats 
than Tom Brady. Jim Kelly. Wow. We went a long way. For, yeah. Okay. So more than what? Nine defeats we're looking for? Yeah. More, um, uh, Peyton no, no, Manning. No. Uh, Peyton Manning, is, yes, he has 13 defeats. Yeah, okay. He finished 14 and 13 in his career. That's right. We're looking for more than what was it, Gavin? It, it wasn't. No, Tom Brady has nine more playoff starts than any. That was just kind of a That's fun a little question, by the way. We're all confused. Holy very convoluted. He has the fourth most postseason losses, <laughs> guys. I'm just trying to get the top three postseason <laughs> losses. It's called hooked on phonics, Gavin. Come on. Okay. Peyton all Manning right. has the most postseason <laughs> losses in NFL history. I still don't understand the question. How about Favre? Favre had to have a ton of There you go. You stick losses. around a while, you're right. going to lose yeah. some. Brett Favre. Give me one more. Donovan McNabb. No. He wasn't ar- he wasn't around that long, but you know what? You John Elway. John Elway was not on that list. No, he but was Clint, close. Mm. How was it not uh Buffalo? How how is it not Jim Kelly's not on that? That's surprising Buffalo too. Buffalo is a team, so I mean, we're looking but, for But, a but I mean Kelly. Kelly. I said Jim Kelly. Jim, not, Jim <laughs> Kelly's not on there. Wow. Either. Jim Kelly they lost all the time. Okay. Maybe you guys give up. Yeah. Dan Marino, eight and oh. ten in the postseason. Mm. Good Man, job, that there, one Brian. really got you. That one really got. Good you. job, Brian. I was gonna guess that. Marino, but you know what? I thought of him, and I thought, well, I don't think he was in the postseason enough, but he was. That My might bad, be Rob. good enough to get us on the FSR Family Feud, but we'll have to find out. Oh. All right, we'll keep practicing. We'll keep practicing. Not a bad session, though. We're making progress. Yes. Eight seven seven ninety nine on Fox. That's your phone number. Also on Twitter, at the No Show. At Rob Parker FS1. We've got some interesting tweets here, Rob. Yeah. We're going to have to dive into we those have coming to a up couple. next. I saw some, yeah. huh? Oh, yeah. There's some very colorful stuff going on on uh, on Twitter. So we'll dive into that coming up next. I'm Brian No. He's Rob Parker. This is Fox Sports Radio. It's Brian No and Rob Parker here on Fox Sports Radio. Coming to you from the Geico Studios. Great news. So, quick way you could save money switch to Geico. Go to geico.com. And in 15 minutes, you could save 15% or more on car insurance. Who do you think, Rob, which band, which musician is going to write the Nick Fools song? Because we're within, what, 21 hours of Nick Fools officially underway where people are understanding like, oh, you know what? I was fooled into thinking this guy was way better than he actually is. It's happening. Who do you think is going to write that song? Are we going to have some ballads after Super Bowl 52 here? Uh, I don't know. It would be a good question. Uh, yeah. I, I just, I really, I think it'll be an Eagles win, and it'll change mm. the narrative, at least for us. It'll sidetrack the narrative. The Brady mm. stuff will, will, will go to the side. We'll go to the side. We got a couple of tweets here. People shockingly disagree with me saying that Nick Foles is actually Nick Fools. He's fooling America into thinking he's better than he actually is. Mike checks in. Some of this is actually funny. He says, no, has to permanently retire from sports radio once Nick Foles, it says Foles here, uh, lead Philly to the end of the Patriots. What do you make of that there, You know, Rome fell too. (laughs) Remember that. I got to go with my Rome angle. Rome fell too. Uh, I know you love the Rome angle. Yeah, because you it didn't know happen what? against the Jaguars. No, it didn't. But they were leading twenty to ten to start the fourth quarter. What do you make of this, Rob? I know you're picking the Eagles, but Vince checks in. He tweets us both and says, hashtag Nick Fools. I like that. Starting a hashtag is going to slay the Pats to complete the end of the dynasty. It's an absolute lock. 
I don't know about a lot. Come on, man. I wouldn't it's say a lot. Close to being a lot. But it's um, it's what what the the thing that I think uh, says a lot about people love winners, and people normally like to see uh, people string wins together, have a dynasty. Because this would be a second dynasty. What people don't understand, it's not yeah. the same dynasty. We talked about this last week. It's not the same. One is they went ten years without winning. That that's not a part of this dynasty. Oh, uh, right. right. I got something to say about the ten year drought, though, Rob. But they didn't win, though. It's about winning. I don't care how many times they went there. They didn't win. Right. That's right. all I'm saying. That's what a dynasty is. You got to win three out three in a row, three out of four, something like that, and then people sure. say that's a dynasty. That's all. Yeah, it'd be the second dynasty. I agree with you. Right. It's the not- only thing, though, I would point to the NFL honors tonight for anybody who talks about this 10-year drought for the Patriots like it's hard to win the Super Bowl they made it there twice during those 10 years by the way right right and lost to the Giants both times but think about what happened tonight look at the Rams the Rams have the offensive player of the year in Todd Gurley the defensive player of the year in Aaron Donald the coach of the year in Sean McVay and they didn't win a playoff game when they were at home. Yeah, but okay? they, they also didn't play uh, uh, Mariota. And what about look, you look, pick Jacksonville? You like Jacksonville to win. Let's not make Jacksonville all, out to be the, the all, redheaded step, stepchildren out I'm there. All I'm saying right? is if Brady wins, you'll look back at the three quarterbacks he had to face to win, and it won't be that impressive. And I'm it's, not knocking, You know as well as I'm I do, it's not anything. about the quarterbacks. I know, it's but I'm just saying. It's about the defenses, it's about the teams that they're facing. Be, this will be the easiest path ever. For any Super Bowl oh, quarterback. Gosh. So why be. are you pick two of the three games? No, why are you I'm picking just, against the Patriots if it's such an easy road? No, but I didn't pick against them. I didn't pick against them uh, the first game. I, I know. I said two of the three. You picked against them against because, the Jaguars, because, and you're picking against them against the Eagles. And you'll turn defense, around and say it's the easiest road? No, but I will you not? If, dude, of all the Super Bowls he's won, you'll look at the three quarterbacks that he beat, and it will be the easiest road. That's just fact. I'm that's just fact. telling you that if it's so easy, then no, why but would you pick against him? I said the easiest road. I'm not saying that 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 uh, the defenses can't play well and and win a Super Bowl. I saw that uh-huh. happen when Denver, right, with a tin man as a quarterback. <laughs> that's right. And B.O. as the backup. Am I right? Yeah. And they won a Super Bowl. So I sure know it's did. I know it's doable. That's all. I know it's doable. Yeah. That's all. It's definitely doable. It's Look, and the other thing to look at with the NFL honors is look at the Saints. Saints have the rookie of the year in Alvin Kamara, the offensive rookie of the year, the defensive rookie of the year in Marshawn Lattimore. They won one playoff game, and that's it. It's tough to win a Super Bowl, man. So I just I bristle when people look at the Patriots and the decade of not winning a Super Bowl. Dude, it's just I'm just it, talking about it from tough. the standpoint of I get that. But yeah. but you can't lump it all together and say the whole thing is a dynasty. That that's No, all. I agree. That's, I agree with people you. People say yeah. that it's a, oh they have a fifteen year dynasty. There's no such thing as a fifteen year dynasty unless you won eleven of the fifteen. You know what I mean? Right. Yeah. I prefer not. to look at it how you do. I look it's at it as different. two separate dynasties. Yeah. And they need to win tomorrow for this one to be a dynasty. Yeah, they do. Hey Rob, we're two hours in. We agreed on something. Yes, man. finally. <laughs> Patriot related. <laughs> It's rare, but we found a way, man. It's an olive branch. Like it. All right, coming up next from the Geico Studios, it has all the ingredients of a great sucker back.
It's Brian No and Rob Parker. Cheat. Oh, happy Super Bowl 52 Eve. I am all sorts of fired up for this thing, Rob. Now, you're kind of like, uh, gosh, I have to watch it. No, I gotta You're not watch gonna be it fired up job. come game time no, tomorrow. No, huh? No, no, no. I I hope for a good game. I love football. I told you I I I used to not work on Sundays for football. So it's just that going in. I've seen this movie a few times. I'm not that excited <laughs> about it. You know what is it? That Patriot in the Super Bowl. Probably winning movie. Is that the movie you're talking about? I've seen the movie a few times, so I need to see exactly. You know, let's see how it plays out, and uh, that'll determine whether or not I enjoy it or not. That's all I'm going to say. It might be a great game. I'm hoping for a great game. If I'm reading between the lines, it sounds like you're saying if the Patriots lose, you'll enjoy it a little bit more. No. Uh-uh. I, I no, just, I, you I hope, sure? Here? I hope it's a great game. That's it. I'm telling. If I hook you up I, to I the lie detector before, test, no. What did I tell are, you? Are you going to pass that question? No. What did I tell you? What am what? I? What am I about? I'm about being right as an analyst. It's more about that, not that the Patriots win. Okay. Okay, that's fine. That's fine. If you go down that road, that's, you, that's really you clearly no, want your prediction to be right. There's I, nothing wrong with yeah, that. Yeah. I mean, last, okay. Last year, I picked the Dodgers to win the World Series before the season started. So was uh-huh. I, what, So the Astros won. Was it a great World Series? Yeah, it wasn't a great oh, Game 7, but it was a great yeah. World Series. And you know what? The Astros won. I'm not mad at them. I wanted my pick to be right. That's how I look at these things. Okay. Is that fair? That's fair. You know, If we you hook you up to the same lie detector test, do you remember back in 2002 meeting the dude in Portland who was writing the kids' book? Or Seattle or wherever it was. Do you yeah, really Portland. Remember I remember. I do. The, <laughs> the children's book is the one that got me. I get, you're smiling. I can I can tell through your smile, Rob Parker. You don't remember this at all. No, I'm not kidding you. I do remember it vaguely. <laughs> okay. I couldn't okay. pick the guy. I couldn't pick the guy out of a lineup. <laughs> but if he didn't throw in that children's book thing, then no. That was a long time ago. 2002. That's a long time ago, man. Very long time ago. That was a good year for you. That was one of the years that the Patriots didn't win the Super Bowl. I remember you know? it well. Oh, I'm serious. Yeah. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> um, so to me, Rob, it has all the ingredients of a great sucker bet, and that is betting on the Eagles. I ran across this story where there are four reported million-dollar bets that have been placed on the underdog Eagles. Now, there's one that's on the money line. So this dude laid a million bucks at plus 155 odds. So if the Eagles win the game outright, this guy wins $1.55 million. Wow. That is uh, that's a chunk of change right there. Well, betting the Patriots, you have to put up so much money to win, right? Well, it all depends how you do it. There was one bet where at William Hill, there's a $1.6 million bet on the Eagles plus four and a half. Like all these million dollar bets, it's either on the money line, which would be a better payout, or it's on it's with the spread. And so the payout isn't as good, but your chances of winning the bet are a little bit better because you get those points. So the point is, you got all these people with at least million dollar bets on the Eagles here. And to me, Rob, this is a great, great sucker bet because there are two main things at play here. One, a lot of people want the Patriots to lose. They dislike the Patriots. They resent their success. They're sick and tired of them. All that stuff. So you're emotionally siding with the Eagles 
out of spite for the Patriots. That's the case with a lot of people. Well, and the other might, thing here be. is it the knee-jerk be. reaction. The knee-jerk reaction with Nick Fools. He was great against the Vikings, but he's fooling most of America into thinking he's better than he is. And he's going to tro- show his true colors tomorrow night. So you've got those. You've got a rooting interest against the Patriots and being duped by Nick Fools and thinking he's better than he is. Classic knee-jerk reaction. Classic ingredients for a good sucker bet. I, I don't think it's a sucker bet at all. I, I really don't. And I know Vegas, uh, what have they won? 25 of the last 26 Super Bowls as far as with the spread, I guess. Is that what it is? Did I hear that Vegas right? Vegas is one? That, that's what it is? Something I don't like, know about something that. Something like that. I heard Colin mention it. Hmm. In the herd, it's like Vegas has been unbelievable. Like you know, with the spread, not maybe not the uh, the actual winner, but you know, with the spread, and that 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 changes everything. That doesn't mean that they predict it right every year. So they're saying what the favorite has won all of those? No, what I, I guess with the spread that that Vegas wins. You know what I mean? That ultimately hmm. they won just wherever the money they they come out ahead. Yeah, basically. because because so. because people bet certain a certain way, and Vegas win, right. winds up winning. So, gotcha. You know what I mean? It's it's about Vegas winning because okay. of where all the money is bet. Does gotcha. that make sense? That makes sense. That makes sense. Makes all the sense. Yeah, sure. Well, I mean, look, I could see it being a close game. I'm actually predicting it 24-21 Patriots. I think it's going to be a blast from the past to Super Bowl 39. It's the same score they beat the Eagles back then. And I think that Belichick's going to be hugging his two coordinators who are taking head coaching jobs Tomorrow, just like he hugged his coordinators, Romeo Cornell and Charlie Weiss, after they beat the Eagles in Super Bowl 39. So I'm going 24-21. I could see a tight game. I could see it being decided by fewer than five points, right? So even if the Patriots win, they don't cover the spread. But I just don't see the Eagles winning the game outright. That, to me, is what I'm saying is a sucker bet. Thinking the Eagles are going to win outright. That is the sucker bet if you're going, I'm going Eagles money line. It's like, you might want to rethink that one. I got 24-17 Eagles. I think that this is one where it's about defense. It's about defense that will determine this Super Bowl. And we've seen the Patriots defense before. Uh, Jacksonville had 20 points going into the fourth quarter. They didn't score in the fourth quarter, so they tightened up and couldn't get a W or couldn't get a stop. But I think the Eagles' defense will play well and the Patriots' defense will not play as well. And that'll be the difference in the game. It'll be about the defenses. Here's what I was able to find on the Super Bowl betting favorites historically. Okay. The favorites have gone 35-16 and straight up and 28-19-2 and against the spread. 20. So- 28 19 and 2 against the spread. The favorites have? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So the favorites have covered more than they haven't. Yeah. Yeah, but Colin gave a number and and and, and excuse me for not remembering exactly, but it was something about Vegas 25 out of 26. Hmm. So so maybe of late I I don't know. I mean, obviously there's been 50 what? What is this 53? Yeah, fifty-two. Fifty-two. Super Bowl fifty-two. Yeah. Right. So, so we're only. I just said twenty-five out of twenty-six. So there's a lot of other Super Bowls. You know what oh, I mean? Oh yeah. Oh sure, sure. So, it's just it's staggering to me the amount of action on the Eagles. This is as of Friday, Rob. William Hill. They've estimated that eighty-five percent of the money on the point spread was on Philly. 
Yeah, but don't you think that's only because of you have a chance to win something? Do you know? It's just on the point spread. That's the points. You don't get extra money going point spread. That's just they're loading up, taking the points. No, but I'm, but, like, I'm, oh, but, gosh, I'm, but I'm, but I'm, but I mean. So straight up, this, it, it's not like uh, no. With the point okay, spread, they're okay. taking plus four and a half period, betting Philly period. plus okay. four and a half. Okay. Yeah, they're getting those additional points. Eighty-five percent. You got fifteen percent well, saying, "Yeah, the Patriots will cover that spread." But the other thing That's is, it? but the other thing is, the Patriots in their history, other than the last Super Bowl when they got a touchdown in overtime, have only won by three points. Mm-hmm. Right? Yeah, that's true. They don't blow anybody. They've never blown anybody out in the Super Bowl. So why wouldn't you think that it's always a three-point game and I'm getting four and a half and it'll probably wind up, especially when you got Philly that has a number four defense all time uh, this year. Do you see what I'm saying? So right. it does make yeah. sense. It makes some sense, except when you consider Nick Foles is under center. Oh, look you know? at you. And then it makes a little less sense. But as I just said, I don't mean to be talking out of both sides of my mouth, Rob. I think it's going to be a three-point game. I think it's going to be a close game. But... I'm just surprised that only 15% at William Hill, that's just one sports book that's not collectively, only 15% of the bets think that the Patriots are going to cover. 85% think that the Eagles are going to are going to get it done plus the four and a half. That's just that's surprising to me. It would be that lopsided. That is very lopsided. But that's where it is right now. 877-99 on Fox is the phone number. It's Brian Noah and Rob Parker. We're coming to you live from the Geico Fox Sports Radio Studios. 15 minutes could save you 15% or more on car insurance. Visit Geico.com for a free rate quote. Let's go out to the phones here. We got Rex is over in Gardenia. What's going on, Rex? Yeah, man. I was just trying to get in on the conversation. You know what I'm saying? I want to I want to get involved. What, uh, what, what's everybody talking about right now? All right. Thanks, bud. Appreciate oh, wow. it. Awesome, Rex. <laughs> Yeah, Aaron Rodgers, I think that the Packers should have considered what he wants. He means an incredible amount to that franchise. They should have considered that. But for Aaron Rodgers to address it publicly and be like, they didn't talk to me and they fired my quarterback's coach, he looks powerless. He does. He looks like he has no juice whatsoever if they go right over his head, don't consider him, and he addresses it that way. Oh, yeah, no doubt about it. And also maybe it's just... Showing support for the guy who was his quarterback coach, sure. Who maybe and and I don't know this. I don't. I, I don't know this. Or maybe he was involved. You know what I mean? Is kind of playing it off to the organization. Yeah, yeah. Right? Could you see that? I also like what he said about uh, Joe Montana and free agency. That's something else that gets lost in the shuffle. Think about all the moving parts around Brady. And the weapons he's had to throw Joe to. Montana, got, he also didn't play in the AFC least. So let's let's forget about the Okay, part. what was the NFC West a juggernaut then? Oh, uh, it's better no. than come on. The, NFC the Pat- West was hot trash. Patriots back get then. five or six wins every year before you start the season. That's just a fact. Just a That's fact. not true. It is That's not true. They've never I don't I'd have to go back and check. I don't know that they've gone undefeated. I, don't quote me on this. But I don't think they've gone undefeated when they've won the Super Bowl in their division. If they had been one year. I'll check my pie charts and bar graphs. But Arnie Spanier was singing the same tune, and I I did all this research (laughs) because Arnie made me mad with that. But I, I was surprised. Basically, Rob, they do better against the rest of their schedule than they do against the AFC East. Really? Consistently, yes, during their... 
I'll give you the bi- the pie charts coming up next. We'll do oh. that from the Geico Studios. So give you some pie charts, some bar graphs about the Pats, and um, and also this because this is where I really want to go. It's a statement that means far less than most people make it out to be. It's Brian No. It's Rob Parker right here on Fox Sports Radio. It's Brian No. and Rob Parker here on Fox Sports Radio coming to you from the Geico Studios. We're brought to you by Black Rifle Coffee Company, veteran-owned, veteran-roasted. Visit BlackRifleCoffee.com today. Use the code FOXSPORTS20 for 20% off your first order. What does Papa Beard do? What is his day-to-day life like? I swear he just sits there on YouTube and is like, oh, man, I can't wait for this anti-Patriots video to end because well, I see all the other ones on the right side. Look at all these. I, is that what you do? Papa Beard, it's that and what else? And he's watching uh, Star Wars movies and trailers and comic book <laughs> movies and trailers. That's the life he's living. It is. And once, I'm doing my job. That's what I'm doing. And once in a while, uh-huh. he'll clean the food out of his beard. That's his life. <laughs> <laughs> or the spit, you know, like Mike Tomlin against the Jaguars. Oh, that was a big storyline. Does that ever happen to you, Papa Bear? You have accidentally have like spit when you're frothing at the mouth saying something against Tom Brady? First of all, I don't froth at the mouth. Okay. <laughs> okay. And no. All right. No. I'm just giving facts. <laughs> but Tom you Brady's know what? a cheater. That's all I'm saying. <laughs> Papa Bear, he doesn't even call it a beard. He calls it a flavor saver. Is that right? It's called a chick magnet. That's what it's called. Is that what it is? Uh, (laughs) That's what it is. Oh, was that? By the way, then or being a pro wrestler, a semi-pro wrestler, that's what a chick magnet is. Magnet is right when you. It should be called steal your girl. Is that it? it Oh, okay. That's what it's called. Steal your girl. Unbelievable. And it's just the you know the dual effect. Where it's beard and semi semi pro, right? All bets are off at that point. Exactly. Goodness. Yeah. Um. So Rob, been hearing a lot about this with Justin Timberlake. Yes. If you haven't heard, he was he was asked about his two year old son if he'd play football. Here's how Justin Timberlake answered the question. He will never play football. Okay. Uh, no, no. I, I mean, my main objective is that he become a great person. If he wants to get into the arts or sports, then, yeah, I mean, I would fully support that. Right now we're working on our manners. <laughs> okay. The way I think of it is this, Rob. We always make this out to be a big story if somebody says, oh, my son won't play football, and it leads the headlines, and it's this big story, and you you see it, and people click on it. It's like, oh, my gosh, can you believe that Justin Timberlake said this? I can believe it. Like, football's a very dangerous sport. To me, the only way this is really going to be a story, if somebody, if it's an ex-football player, if it's an entertainer, if they say, if they say my son isn't going to play football, and your son shouldn't either, now you got a story. But if you sit there and you say, no, my son's not going to play football, I'm not going to run around like I'm like, can, can you believe this? Like, football's a dangerous sport. Yeah, I can believe it. If you don't make it bigger than that, I don't see why it's a huge story to begin with. It is a story from this standpoint. Justin Timberlake's going to do the halftime show. Sure, he's in sure. Front, he's going to perform at the, at the biggest football game of the year, correct? Yeah. So, so for him to say that he wouldn't want his son to participate does resonate with people. He he'll gladly do the football stuff, right? And and there's no yeah. money involved. I get that, right? There's no money involved, but still he'll take the 
spotlight of the of all the people watching what's the wrong Super with Bowl. That? Nothing's what's wrong? wrong with it. I love his his answer was an honest answer. That's what it yeah. was. And he wasn't going to be caught up in some NFL hype and oh yeah, football's a great game. I won't, I can't wait till my son is old enough to put a strap a helmet on. He told you what a lot of people are saying and doing. Look at the right. numbers in Pee Wee football. And that's they're, fine. They're, they're so down. I don't I don't I don't understand why there's a conflict of interest. I understand everything you're saying, Rob, yeah, where I, he's playing the halftime show and yet he's saying my son will not play football and people are taken aback by that. I am not. Like football's a dangerous game. It would be like and you know if, what? It would if he be doesn't like, want his son to play it, okay, I get it. All right, here um, you go. But if he if he tells you like, and if you have a child, you're irresponsible if you let them play football. Now you got a story. But if you sit here and tell me, no, I'm not going to allow my kid to play football, that is not a big story to me at all. It's a story when you're looking for stuff to write at a Super Bowl. Let's just well, face yeah, it. Come yeah. on. You know how yeah. that goes. It would be the same thing if a guy is the uh, spokesman for Kentucky Fried Chicken and said, eat fried chicken? Are you crazy? That stuff's so bad for you. I would never eat fried chicken. Don't tell me that wouldn't be a story that uh, Reba McIntyre is the new Colonel Sanders and she <laughs> says in an interview, right, in front of a Kentucky Fried Chicken that she would never eat that stuff. But that I don't agree with the comparison. Is I know what you're saying, story? but... But no, Justin Timberlake, <laughs> by playing the halftime show, Justin Timberlake isn't saying, hey, football is safe. Football is the best, safest sport in America. Like, football's awesome. He's playing at a halftime show where there's millions and millions of people watching it. He's not saying anything as far as promoting football. He's just playing at the halftime show when a bunch of people are watching it. It just sounds weird. That's all. I, I don't think it's the end of the world either. But it is a story, and you got to understand when when, when uh, we don't write a story. Think about it this way, Brian. This is what I've always tried to explain to people. the The nature of news is negative, for the most part. And what I mean mm-hmm. is, it's usually something that that is unusual doesn't happen. So you would never read a story in the Los Angeles Times that. Every plane landed safely at LAX today. Do you, do you do you know what I mean? Sure. Yeah, I know what you're saying. Sure. Think about it that way. If it if it bleeds, it leads. Exactly. Right. Yeah. I, I yeah. just so I get it when the guy who's performing is downing knocking football. It just seems weird that he would be would say that instead of just saying, "Oh yeah, whatever, my son. I would love for him to strap it on." That would be the more natural answer, and then no one would write a story. Uh, Justin Timberlake wants his son to play football. Nobody would write that story. You get it? I understand what you're saying, Rob. I get it. But okay. what I'm saying is when you in, you initially react to it, where it's like, oh, gosh, the guy playing halftime of the Super Bowl is saying his kid isn't going to play ball? Whoa. But if you start walking your way through it, you'll arrive at the place you should sensibly where it's like, okay, that really isn't that shocking. That isn't that big of a story to begin with. Because football is a violent game. It's dangerous. If I have a son, hopefully I will, I'd be more than than in favor of him playing football. I couldn't play football. Football was out. My mom said, no way, no how. And That's was, fine. And, yeah. and that there was, are a lot that, of parents that, was, that say it's out. Just that, And at that time, it wasn't about concussions. It was about being paralyzed and kids were being paralyzed sure. and sure. whatnot. And it was just a scary thing, and she would rather me not do it. And I became yeah. got into baseball. I love football. Don't get me wrong. That's fine. I played it. 
But I if I it do was get if it. you had just parents collectively where it was like shocking if any parent said no my son is not going to play football like and Justin Timberlake says his son isn't then I get it that it would be a huge story there are a lot of parents that are saying no little Johnny isn't going to play ball Brett Favre said so that for, if he had a son yeah, he would not right now this guy played yeah. every game and went through all kinds of stuff and he's saying now that he has to live with it. I wouldn't want my son to play if I had one. Easy That's for him fine. to say he has, yeah. I think, two or three daughters and no sons. Hey, I hey, always compare it to riding a motorcycle. Hey, before we get it's, to trending, it's like, go ahead. I'm sorry. It's just comparing it to riding a motorcycle. Riding a motorcycle is dangerous. If you're a parent and you allow your kid to ride a motorcycle, I'm not going to call you the worst parent on earth. If you're a parent that says, no, it's a little dangerous, I'm not comfortable with it, he's not going to ride. I'd say, well, I understand where you're coming from. It's the same thing with football. I wouldn't call you the worst parent ever if you allow your kid to play ball. But if you say, no, it's a little bit too risky, I'd rather he doesn't, I get it. It's the same thing with Justin Timberlake, whether he's playing the halftime of the Super Bowl or not. It, I understand where he's coming from, and it's not nearly as big of a story as it initially comes off. That's all I'm saying. No, I hear you, but it's the Super Bowl. They're looking for stuff yeah. to write. Hey, let me I say this you. real quick on trending before we get to Kev. So, sure. you know, I always have people drop by and come see me in the studio. I got two <laughs> of my favorite, two people. One is one of my favorite people and her son, Dolores Brown, and her son, Alex. And let me tell you this, Brian. Alex's dad, Dolores' husband, Cliff Brown, is one of my best friends in, in the business especially. We used to cover the Knicks and the Nets together. Uh-huh. And they, they've stopped by, and they were in L.A. for a few days. They, they can't, they're not on the mics or anything, but I just wanted to acknowledge them that they made it in. And I remember when Cliff first met Dolores, we were covering uh, the Nets back then. And then before Alex was ever born or whatever, and to see like the years go by and what's happened, it's a miracle. And Cliff now covers the uh, the uh, Pacers for the uh, Indianapolis Star, but he covered he worked for the New York Times. He covered golf. He covered the NFL. He covered the Knicks, the Nets. Just a great guy, and his his people are here. So I just wanted to acknowledge them on our show. Well, that's cool, man. It's the. Uh... It's the shout-out portion of our program. It is. You know? I know. <laughs> I got to put that in my notes next week. Someone randomly will drop by. Yes. And Rob Parker will be the nice guy that he is and shout him out, you know? Absolutely. I like that. Okay. We're going to do the Gavin Kinzel shout-out after trending. We will uh, we'll reveal a fun fact from this point going forward each week about Gavin Kinzel, our fearless executive producer. How does that sound? That sounds good um, to I, me. I give you Patriot Nuggets coming up next as far as their division success versus their non-division success. But first, Kevin Figures spinning us around. What's going on, K-Fig? All right, gentlemen, uh, we'll start. Before we get to the NFL honors and Hall of Fame selections, we'll give you an update from the land. That's the that's what they have on the front of their jerseys out there in Cleveland, mm. the Cavaliers' brand-new jerseys. It's the land of misery right now is what it is. 111-76 to is the lead for the Houston Rockets with just under six minutes remaining in the fourth quarter. Chris Paul has 22 points, eight boards, and 11 assists on the night. LeBron James flirting with a triple-double, 11 points, nine boards, and nine assists himself. The Jazz lead the Spurs 70-63 to early third. Warriors lead the Nuggets 70-64 halfway through the third quarter. T-Wolves leading the Pelicans 87-69. to That game also midway through the third quarter. In the NFL Honors on Saturday night, Patriots quarterback Tom Brady did win his third MVP 
Award. He's the oldest ever to do so. The Defensive Player of the Year Award went to Aaron Donald of the about to say St. Louis, the Los Angeles Rams. Ah. Uh, and I live in Los Angeles. <laughs> Offensive <laughs> Player of the Year, Los Angeles Rams running back Todd Gurley. And also Rams head coach Sean Vay wins the Coach of the Year Award. Comeback Player of the Year Award goes to L.A. Chargers receiver Keenan Allen. Enshrinements, or just selections, they won't be enshrined until later this year around August. But selections into the Pro Football Hall of Fame include Brian Erlacher, Ray Lewis, Randy Moss, Terrell Owens, and Brian Dawkins. Great news. There's a quick way you could save money. Switch to Geico. Go to geico.com, and in 15 minutes, you could save 15% or more on car insurance. In college, shoot Saturday night, 18th-ranked Tennessee, hammer Ole Miss. Alabama destroyed Florida 68-50. to West Virginia with an 89-51 to victory over K-State. Purdue held on for a 78-76 to victory over Rutgers. Second Wake Second-ranked Virginia with a victory over Syracuse. They've now won 14 games in a row. Michigan beat Minnesota in overtime. Oklahoma State with a victory at number seven, Kansas, 84-79. to Wins for Texas Tech, St. John's, and Missouri as well. Gentlemen? Good stuff, K-Fig. Always well done. It's Brian No and Rob Parker. We're coming to you live from the Geico Fox Sports Radio studios. It's easy to save 15% or more on car insurance with Geico. Go to geico.com. Or call 800-947-AUTO, the only hard part, figuring out which way is easier. So there's a lot of talk about the AFC least. Did you call it that? Uh, yes. Yeah. AFC least, yes. The AFC East that the Patriots beat up on, it's not the greatest division. I wouldn't make it out to be, but people make it out to be worse than it really is. Because if you look at the Patriots and what they've done in the division compared to what they've done outside the division... Their winning percentage is better, and they've got, let's see, the seven seasons. I should have done this season as well. I didn't think of it. Maybe I could do it on the fly. It might not be any different. I'll get it for you before we get out of here. How's that, Rob? Sounds good. I didn't even think to This is uh, my old pie charts and bar graphs here, but of the seven Super Bowls that they appeared in before this season, okay, the Brady-Belichick era, they actually have a a better winning percentage outside the division than inside of it in five of those seven years. Now, there's an asterisk because they went undefeated in 2007. So they were 6-0 and in the division. They were 10-0 and outside the division. Same winning percentage, but they actually fared better outside the division winning more games. Okay, But the point is, we make the AFC East out to be like chalk up six easy victories, no problem, no sweat. No, I that's said, not the I case. I said at least five every year. They they might be a game. There's been a lot of years, and and you we can get into it. But there, there's a lot of years the Jets are terrible and Miami's terrible, mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. and that's all. all. All I'm saying, and you know this, I know the division, you know the division well, and Buffalo has been awful. Buffalo made the playoffs for the first time in what 13 years or something. Is that what it was? Oh, it was longer than that. It was since 99. Oh, since 99. So what is that, 18 (laughs) years? I mean, ridiculous. Yeah, but, I mean, looking up at the Patriots and having that to deal with, the Patriots make life so miserable for the other teams in the AFC East. It's not even funny. And I'm not going to make the Dolphins, Jets, and Bills out to be world beaters, but when you have the Patriots in your division and that type of consistency, that is a lot to deal with to try to just make the playoffs with them there and facing them twice a year. You're behind the eight ball in most of those years facing them. They lost two games in the division in 2014, the Patriots did. They lost two games in 2001. So it's not like they wake up, walk out of bed, and they have five victories in the division, and that's that. And they do more 
damage against the teams outside their division. So I just don't like when that narrative, which there's a bit of truth, is just stretched and it's made out to be a greater advantage than it actually is. I bet you if we look at these years and and do it, the percentage, I bet you, not just those seven years you picked that they won the Super Bowl, but the whole that they appeared the whole, they, the, the, whole the two years that the, they lost too. The, the whole no, the whole eighteen years. I mean, I'm talking uh-huh. about you look at the whole eighteen years. I guarantee that their record is is better against the AFC least than than outside the division. I'm talking about well, all, it certainly is those Super Bowl years. I mean, you go year by year, like '03, they were five and one in the division, nine and one outside. Yeah, but same I, thing but the I'm, next but, but year. My, but but the the outside the division doesn't have anything to do with whether or not in their division. I just said that they win five or six games every year in the division. So maybe a couple of years they, they it's four and two. But my point is consistently. They can count on four or five wins in in their own division. Most people can't do you that. You can say the same thing. No, you, you can't they, do they've, that. They've, in every year that they've been in the Super Bowl, well, it, with the exception of one, they've got, what, 10 games outside the division, right? we got to exclude 0-1 because we didn't have the same format in terms of the divisions with four teams in each of them. So it's a little bit different in 0-1. But from 0-3, those six Super Bowls, They've won at least eight games every single year. They have gone no worse than eight and two outside their division. So why is it only about the AFC East? And they can pencil in five victories, no sweat. You, I could say the same thing outside the division. They can pencil in eight victories. That's been the case every single year. I think you every take, year. All right, here, here's what. I, here's your homework assignment. Okay. Of the teams that have won the Super Bowl. <laughs> all right. Uh-huh. Other than the Patriots, go take a look at their records in their own divisions against the Patriots' record in their division. And I bet you the Patriots will have a better winning percentage than, say, uh, uh, Peyton Manning and the Colts, you know what I mean, during the same stretch or whatever. I bet you that they wouldn't have, I bet you that they wouldn't have as high of a winning percentage. I think it's harder for some other teams. So- Aaron Rodgers, they always, as bad as the Lions are, Green Bay would lose uh, occasionally, so they would split the, the the two game series. Do you know what I mean? And and they would lose in 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 uh, Detroit and always win in Green Bay. They're, I'm just saying, I think that the AFC least has benefited the Patriots. That's all. I think it has. So wait, hold on, hold on. What are you? Ta- Let me make sure I get this right. For the other teams that have won the Super Bowl, besides the Patriots. Just, just look at the, the homework assignment. It, is what you want me to look at their division record versus their record outside the division? Yes, right? and do it like for a stretch over over. Okay, certain amount and of your years. hunch is what? What's your hunch? That the Patriots will have a better winning. Forget about the other teams that they beat outside of their division. Just do inside their division. The Patriots will have a better winning percentage than those other teams in their own division. Forget. I'm not talking well, about. Uh, the but other. how can how can you do it in just a Super Bowl year? You know what I no. mean. No, no, I'm not saying just the Super Bowl. You just do like the last 10 years or something. You gotta- so you want to do of the last 10 champions that weren't the yes, Patriots. exactly. You want to look at their last 10-year yes. history of how they – oh, my gosh. Rob, That's a big homework Lord. assignment. It's a huge homework. Do I get overtime off, off I know, this thing? I know. It's a lot. All right, we'll figure it goodness, out. Goodness, Gavin is getting all sorts of feisty all right. this, this tonight. Sorry my goodness, that. I know. I know it's time to break. We're going to break. Goodness. Gosh. We're talking. We're going there.
All right, 877-99-ON-FOX is your phone number. You can hit us up on Twitter, at The No Show, at Rob Parker, FS1. Last chance, fearless predictions coming up around the corner. Super Bowl 52. I'm seeing Nick Fools right before my eyes. It's Brian No and Rob Parker right here on Fox Sports Radio. It's Brian No and Rob Parker here on Fox Sports Radio. Where are we getting this? Coming to you from the Geico Studios. Who knows? From Papa Bear's eclectic YouTube searches, I think. Great news. There's a quick way you could save money. Switch to Geico. Go to Geico.com, and in 15 minutes, you could save 15% or more on car insurance. Do you know, Rob, peek behind the curtain here. Gavin was telling us, when he wasn't telling me to go to break, he was telling us that there's this great song with Amendola instead of Alleluia. And I was like, oh, that'd be great. Can you get that, Papa Bear? And he's like, I will not play that. I will not play that. I have a reputation to uphold <laughs> on this whole rant. Don't you want to hear the Amendola song that's like Alleluia? Don't you think that'd be great? No, no. <laughs> I run stuff here. I'm the man up in this piece. You know he's Don't not you gonna, think that would be fantastic you know audio, not, Rob? You know he's not going to play it. You already know that. Anything remotely positive towards the Patriots will not hit the airwaves while he's on. Because they're evil people. Okay. When we understand this, they hurt the devil. <laughs> Who hurts you? Tom Brady hurt him. I know, right? <laughs> yes, Tom Brady has hurt him. Patriots have hurt him. Um, I wonder if Papa Bear would ever have this amount of animosity if the Tuck Rule game never happened. No, I think that would have changed a lot of things. I do, yeah. I do believe that because it wouldn't have hurt the Raiders and they wouldn't have one of those Super Bowls. That was the first. Well, Super no, Bowl. I'm saying let's just say that that never happened. That play never happened, and the Patriots still went on to win the game. You know, or oh, oh, the, oh, I got the you. Patriots never met the Raiders. It was the Tuck Rule, and it was some other team than the Raiders that was victimized by a, a horrible rule. It was the right ruling, horrible rule. No, would it was Papa a bad Bear have call. that amount of animosity? It was the right call. It was a, it was bad, a bad call. Rule. It was a fumble. He fumbled the ball. It's the right call, Papa Bear. It's and you the know right what? Call, it's it's like it's like the commissioner told uh, Colin that they got to get this uh, catch thing sorted out, and they really do because that's the one they thing do. that I hate about the NFL is that you shouldn't be guessing what's a catch. You should know what a catch is, and too often times, what obviously looks like a catch is called a non-catch, and that can't happen. Well, I agree. It's just people want to not understand the rules. That's the other thing. There was like the Jesse James play. Remember with the Steelers against the uh, right. the Patriots during the season? That's not going to be ruled a catch. How people don't know that by now is beyond me. If you go to the ground before establishing yourself as a runner and don't complete the process of the catch, it's going to be ruled incomplete. I don't know how people haven't gotten that memo by now. You should watch that play one time and say, they're going to rule that incomplete. No, I got, I got it. But but yeah. that's not what the rule was made for. I mean, with the replay, I just we talked about this. I don't want to beat yeah. a dead horse, but the replay, that's not what the replay was, to, to see if I the hear, ball I moved understand. at all. That's, that's I, not. You know, yeah. you know when a guy fumbles the ball or mishandles it, or it's not a catch, or it bounces before. That's what it's for. I Listen, I think that it boils down to this. I want them to simplify the rules, where if you watch it and you say, that should be ruled a catch, right? He had two feet down, right. he had possession, and then 
he lost it when he went to the ground. That still should be ruled to catch. I'm with you. I agree with that. But I just hate when people just, they want to make the rules even more complex than they actually are. Right. And they are complex. So, that's, so that's well, I got a question for you as time okay. uh, ticks out. Yeah. So, Brady has a horrible game. They lose. Okay. Whatever. Okay. I like it. He, he's Let's still, do this. He's still the GOAT. No matter what, no matter what happens, he can't lose tomorrow. Is that what you're saying? Um, I look. I'll reevaluate if he has a horrible game. Yeah. I'll reevaluate. I mean, his I mean, standing. he throws a couple of picks. They lose by let's, two touchdowns. Let's say he's atrocious. Let's say he's atrocious and completely outclassed and like by Nick Foles, years even old. though he's right. fooling everybody. Yeah, yeah. I'll reevaluate. I don't think that the movie is over yet. Okay, that's fair. He's still playing. You know. So, so I'll so, reevaluate if he does. Will so you five, reevaluate if he's awesome? He has this great game, of course. three touchdown passes. You know okay. me. I'm 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 fair. I'm right down the middle. You've made a name for yourself calling him the loat. It's gonna be tough to reverse course off that one. Well, it depends on what happens. Something okay. lucky could happen tomorrow. <laughs> What if Brady goes 40 for 40 oh, and nine stop, touchdown stop. passes? Are you going to revert back to, well, you know, the Patriots, they benefited from the Eagles calling heads. You know tails never fails, and it was downhill from no, there. No, I that wouldn't do that. Be? No, I'm not. The one thing I don't do is I don't do that. I okay. always say when people win, they win. you got to give them credit. What do we always say? Pro sports has a short menu, wins and losses. There's nothing else, right? I've yeah. always said that. Yeah. Okay, Rob, fearless prediction time. We're low on time here. What's your score? Who's your Super Bowl MVP? 24-17, Eagles. Uh-huh. And a defensive player is the Super mm. Bowl MVP. Malcolm Who's Jenkins. Malcolm Jenkins. How's that? Okay. I will go 24-21, Patriots. Same score as Super Bowl 39 when the Pats beat the Eagles. I'll go with Tom Brady as the MVP. Oh, God. I'm sorry. Listen to you. No, no, Listen no. That was, that. I was just choking on some pistachios I'm eating. <laughs> and Belichick will be hugging his coordinators who are departing to be head coaches just like he did after Super Bowl 39. It's going to be a repeat, Rob Parker. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment. It's never ordinary at Bed 365 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. (laughs) 
With your Amex card, entertainment benefits like special ticket access and pre-sales to select can't-miss events while supplies last, make every tap music to your ears. Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day, lo. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW group. Void prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.